This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Hello and motor, welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the third event of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. I'm Alan Bestwick, along with Barney Hall. It was October 1955 that the NASCAR Winston Cup Series competed for the first and to this point only time here in this resort city. Then it was at a one-mile dirt oval known as Las Vegas Park Speedway on what's now the site of the Las Vegas Hilton. A fellow by the name of Norm Nelson won that race. Now, 42 years later, the venue is the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, a track that's earned pretty rave reviews from the drivers who've competed here in other events over the past two years. Haven't heard an Anything negative at all from the Winston Cup drivers or the guys who run the truck series or the Bush drivers? 43 drivers in the field. Eight teams here for the weekend unable to qualify for the race. They include drivers Tony Raines, Gary Bradbury, Jerry Nadeau, Todd Bodine, Steve Park, Dave Marcus, Larry Gunselman, and Butch Gilliland. Here are the drivers that will start today's race. Back in 43rd position is Lake Speed and the Cartoon Network Ford. The Circuit City Chevrolet with Hut Strickland starts 42nd. 41st is Bobby Hamilton in the Kodak Film Chevrolet. The Kodiak Chevrolet with Steve Grissom will start 40th. 39th is Ricky Craven in the Budweiser Chevrolet. 38th will be Kenny Irwin. He is in the Texaco Haviland Ford. The Skull Bandit Racing Chevrolet with Kenny Schrader starts 37th. 36th will be Michael Waltrip in the Sitco Ford. The Little Joe's Auto Chevrolet with Kevin LePage will start 35th. 34th is Mike Skinner in the Lowe's Chevrolet. And the Caterpillar Chevrolet with David Green aboard will start 33rd. In row 16, back in 32nd position is Jeremy Mayfield in the Mobile One Ford. And the Team Monte Carlo Chevrolet with Jeff Green will start 31st. 30th starters, John Andretti in the STP Oil Treatment Pontiac. 29th, Jimmy Spencer in the Winston Ford. 28th will be Terry Labonte in the Kellogg's Cornflake Chevrolet. With Darrell Waltrip, 27th in the Speed block Builder Square Chevy. 26, Dale Earnhardt in the GM Good Ranch Plus Chevrolet with Wally Dallenbeck going 25th in the First Union Chevy. 24th is Brett Bodine in the Paychex Ford with Ted Musgrave, 23rd in the Prime Star Ford. 22nd is Greg Sachs in the Thorn Apple Valley Ford with Sterling Marlin starting 21st. He's in the Coors Light Chevrolet. 20th starter is Robert Presley in the Jasper Engines Ford. The Tide Ford with Ricky Rudd aboard starts 19th. The 18th starter will be Ernie Irvin. Ernie Irvin from in the Skittles Pontiac. The John Deere Ford with Chad Little is our 17th starter starting 16th. Johnny Benson in the Cheerios Ford. The Exide Batteries Ford with Jeff Burton starts 15th. Starting 14th is Kyle Petty. We heard from a moment ago. And the Hot Wheel Pontiac, the Square D Ford, Kenny Wallace will start from 13th position. The 12th position belongs to Dick Trickle in the High League Myers Ford. The Interstate Batteries Pontiac with Bobby Labonte will start 11th. And now the top 10, Rusty Wallace in 10th in the Miller Lite Ford with Derek Cope starting 9th in the Gumout Pontiac. 8th is Joni Macek in the Bell South Chevrolet with Mark Martin starting 7th in the Valvoline Cummins Ford. 6th is Rick, Ra- Rick Mast in the Remington Arms Ford. With the fifth starter being Jeff Gordon in the DuPont finishes Chevrolet. Bill Elliott goes fourth. He's in the McDonald's Ford. Third starter today, Ward Burton in the MBNA America Pontiac. And on the front row, we have Jeff Bodine in the Phillips Consumer Communications Ford. And uh, on the butt pole for the day, Dale Jarrett in the Quality Care Ford Credit Ford for Robert Yates Racing. $68,400 is the 76 challenge. That is available to Dale Jarrett if he can go on and win today's race uh, from the pole position. So for Dale Jarrett, that extra pot of gold up for grabs for him and him alone on this day, this afternoon. Let's go trackside and hear the command. Start!
start your engines! <laughs> and a very robust command and a big roar from the crowd of 107,000. And the race engines begin to fire along pit road, and we're just a few minutes away from the green flag in today's race. This racetrack a mile and a half around, banking 12 degrees at either end of the speedway. Really somewhat uniquely shaped from some of the other mile and a half tracks in that A. It's a little bit flatter than most of them. The Charlottes or Atlantas, for example, or Texas's would be. A little bit flatter banked. And also the corners are wider, not necessarily from inside to outside, although they are very wide at this racetrack, but just it's a more gentle arc around the corner, if you will. There's a, a shorter, uh, a longer radius, I guess is the proper term for the corner. And that just gives the drivers an awful lot of competitive racing room, an awful lot of ability to race in the corners. There's not just one spot you have to be on the racetrack to get through the corners well. You have a wide variety of lanes because of the shape of those turns. It's a very forgiving racetrack. You do have plenty of room to, as I say, get in over your head sometimes and recover and save the car. They're just moving around the back straightaway right now. Be a couple of laps before they put them under green. Why don't we take a swing around this racetrack and meet the gentleman who will be covering the action out in the turns for us. Over in turn number one this afternoon and turn two is Joe Moore from Hampton, Virginia. Thank you, Barney. Thank you very much. I'm on a big billboard here looking back up into turns one and two and we heard a lot of drivers talk about uh, things that happened yesterday in the NASCAR Bush Series race. What we saw at the south end of the Speedway yesterday was a lot of leaning going on. You guys talked about how there's not a lot of banking to catch the cars when they bring ahead of speed into the corner. Therefore, the car wants to push up a little bit. Chances are, anytime you come through here, there's going to be at least one car racing alongside you on the outside, possibly two. We saw sometimes yesterday as many as four wide racing coming through here. So when the car comes up, there's another car sitting there, there's going to be some contact. We saw a lot of crunched sheet metal and tire marks as a result of some of the action in the turns. Once they exit turn number two, back into single file, and Viva back straight away. We'll have all the action for you here in turns one and two this afternoon. Uh, you can tell Joe's had Vegas spirit throughout the weekend, this weekend. The other end of the racetrack, turns three and four for Motor Racing Network today. Portland, Oregon's Fred Armstrong. Thanks, Alan. Good afternoon, everybody. You heard Kyle Petty talk about how he's going to change lines today. We saw a lot of that yesterday in the NASCAR Bush Series race here. Cars would start out pretty fast on the bottom of the racetrack, then they'd move to the middle, then the top of the banking, and that's for two reasons. Not only is it the fastest way around, depending on where you want to go for any particular car, but it's also important for tire management. Horsepower will get you down the back straightaway and into turn three, but tire management, just saving and babying those tires as much as possible, especially if you're thinking about making a two-tire stop, is very, very critical. The drivers will break out of the draft in the back straightaway. They'll find their drafting partners. They'll make their moves and get back in line and then try to find their line through turns three and four. If you get in the wrong line, if you abuse the tires, you're going to have a hunk, a hunk of burning rubber on your hands. We'll cover all the action for you here today in turns three and four. Well, now that we've burned up every Las Vegas and Elvis cliche possible in the opening 30 minutes of our broadcast, we'll get down to business with one lap to go before we go racing. The field having finished studying their tachometers with the gearing in the car at the 45 mile an hour pit road speed. Now the second of the safety cars breaks off and the field merges into one 43 car pack now. Behind Buster Rotten driving the Chevrolet Monte Carlo pace car, he comes to the start finish line and the field gets the signal that in one more lap we will go green flag racing and get this Las Vegas 400 underway. Three and a half million 
$1,000 on the line for the drivers today. Pretty healthy payday in uh, this particular event for the drivers competing in the race. That signal, Jimmy Howell handling the flags for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series today, giving it now as the field crosses the start-finish line. And in uh, one more trip around, we'll cut them loose for 267 laps with uh, 400 miles of racing ahead. Dropping to the back of the field now as they get the one-to-go signal, Chad Little and Michael Waltrip. Chad involved in a practice crash yesterday morning. He's gone to a backup car. Michael Waltrip involved in a practice crash in the happy hour session yesterday afternoon. He, too, in a backup car. So both of those drivers dropping now to the rear of the field where they'll start when the green flag waves. A lot of good cars back toward the tail end of the field. Going to have to work their way up to the front. Ricky Craven starts way back in the back. So does Bobby Hamilton. Uh, Kenny Schrader is pretty far back this afternoon. Mike Skinner had a good race car here all week long. He feels like he can get up there and get a top five finish. John Andretti starts all the way back in 30th. Yesterday's Bush Grand National winner here starts back in 29th. Jimmy Spencer. Terry Labonte is 28th, so no shortage of talent in either end of the field, whether you're at the front or whether you're at the back. Field halfway down the back straightaway now, half a lap away from the green flag. Fuel window on these cars today here at Las Vegas be about 60 laps. If the race goes green from the start, it'll be somewhere around lap 55 or so, and we expect to see the leaders make a move to pit road. That is barring a caution flag, of course. So uh, as you follow along throughout the afternoon, if your driver ducks in and we haven't had a caution somewhere well before that, then you can pretty much count on it being an unscheduled stop. Jeff Gordon has won the last two races that have been, or two of the last three, I should say, that have been inaugural events at a NASCAR Winston Cup track, winning at California and Indianapolis. Jeff Burton won at Texas a year ago. Now we'll find out who'll win the inaugural Las Vegas 400 as the pace car heads for pit road. Dale Jarrett and Jeff Bodine bring the field down for a start. Looking for the green flag, getting ready to go down to the start-finish line. Green flag is in the air, and we are underway. Off to the first turn goes Dale Jarrett, trying to break out, getting single file by himself. Jeff Bodine not going to let him do it. They go in the corner side by side. Jeff Bodine races momentarily in the outside lane. Now drops back in behind Dale Jarrett. So single file among the front two. Still digging, though, for the third spot is Ward Burton. He's racing with his Pontiac down on the inside of Bill Elliott's Ford. Elliott on the outside. Burton on the inside. Down the back straightaway into the corner. Elliott swings up to the top of the banking. Burton stays down low. They'll stay side by side as Jarrett pulls him off the corner. Dale Jarrett will lead lap one. Jeff Bodine second. Ward Burton pokes the nose out in front of Bill Elliott for third as they come to the stripe. Jeff Gordon trying to draft behind Ward Burton, up underneath Bill Elliott for the fourth spot. They'll go door-to-door into the corner. Elliott trapped out of line. going to have to either fall in behind Jeff Gordon or race alongside and try to outrace him into turn number two. For the time being, that's what he's trying. Elliott working hard on the outside, laying up alongside Jeff Gordon. Gordon digs in tight down the back straightaway, still side-by-side side for the fourth position, racing into the third corner. Here's Gordon down to the bottom of the racetrack. Elliott stays up high, still double wide for fourth off turn four. We saw some passing in that outside lane yesterday. May see some today. They come down to the line. The scramble for second place changes right now. Jeff Bodine had a challenge from Ward Burton, but now he settles back in into the number two spot. Scramble still on for fourth in turn two. Side by side still. It is Bill Elliott to the outside of Jeff Gordon. They race there for the fourth spot. Here now for second. Ward Burton gets a look down to the inside of Jeff Bodine. Thinks better of it and snaps back in line. Peaks to the outside quickly. Bodine covers a spot on the outside, but still double wide for fourth. Racing into the corner. Here's Gordon down to the inside. Elliott up high. That's the way they race again. Off turn four back to start finish. Still double wide for fourth, now double wide for second. Ward Burton with a good run this time up off turn number four. Draws even with Jeff Bodine at the stripe. He'll poke a foot of the fender out in front as they cross the tri-oval. Now head down for turn one. Ward Burton will pick up the spot. 
That is the second position he gains, getting by Jeff Bodine. Leaves the lane open for Jeff Gordon. Here he comes, now going for a piece of third. Racing down to the inside of the racetrack alongside Jeff Bodine. Gordon cuts it hard to the left, coming off turn number two. Down the back straightaway, racing it at three now. Here comes the battle for fourth. Side by side, but Gordon makes it single file. He swings on by, gets the third position. Fourth place is under contention again off turn four. But it's a three-car breakaway at the front of the field, still scrambling for fourth place back there. Mark Martin and Jeff Bodine go door to door, also moving up a little bit, having a good handling race car in the early going is Rusty Wallace. He's been boxed in a little bit as they go back to turn one. Back up to the fourth position. That is Mark Martin on the charge. Working to the inside lane. Jeff Bodine again finds himself trapped in the outside groove. And again, it's going to cost him as Mark Martin gets by and grabs his spot. Martin stays to the inside. Bodine battles back. Oh, to trouble the... in turn two. Ricky Craven gets spun around coming into the corner. Makes some slight contact on the right front. Refires the car and continues on. Craven was in a heavy pack with Hutch Strickland, Chad Little, Michael Waltrip and others. He has continued on away without any significant damage it appears and we stay under green across the stripe Dale Jarrett completing the fifth lap with the race lead the field's in one Ward Burton rides along in the second spot these cars all single file among the front five Jeff Gordon is third Mark Martin fourth Jeff Bodine rides in fifth back to the first side-by-side battle for eighth Bobby Labonte on the move there Kyle Petty on the outside of Bobby Labonte down the back straightaway Labonte looks to bail out of that battle as he has the advantage down the back straightaway make that note Joe Nemechek on the outside now Bobby Labonte is a race off the fourth corner didn't see any damage, sheet metal damage, on Ricky Craven's car. He may be coming into the pit. He could have flat spotted the tires, but other than that, doesn't appear he did too much damage to the car as he is still going around the racetrack. Scrambles on for fifth place in turn one. Jeff Bodine's in it again, and again he's in the outside lane, working with Bill Elliott, trying to sneak up underneath him. Elliott gets by, picks up the spot in the corner, settles in in line as Jeff Bodine falls in behind him. Elliott gets a good run. Everybody single file. The front four in a pack. The next four, about four car lengths behind. The best battle on the racetrack is going to be for the tenth position. That's where Derek, Derek Cope gets the challenge coming off the fourth corner from Joe Nemechek. Derek Cope in ninth, Nemechek in tenth. Farther ahead, here's Mark Martin with a run on Jeff Gordon for third. He looks down to the inside across the start-finish line, draws even with him at the exit of the tri-oval and pulls ahead as they go into the corner. Pretty obvious Mark Martin is strong. He just blew right on by Jeff Gordon to pick up the third spot. Gordon falls back in line in fourth. Bill Elliott is fifth, side-by-side side now for sixth. This time Jeff Bodine's on the inside of Rick Mast. Mast on the outside of the racetrack, down the back straightaway, gets a good run off the second corner. He'll blow by Bodine coming into the turn. Now Jeff Bodine feels a challenge on the inside. Here comes Rusty. Rusty trying to get underneath him coming off turn number four. They are side by side rushing down to the start finish line and Rusty is going to get the spot right behind them from about 11th place on back. Bobby Labonte and a tussle of cars there. About six knotted up in that one. That should be a scramble for about 11th position in front of Joe Moore. Bobby Labonte racing alongside another fellow Pontiac driver, Derek Cope. He goes up a little bit high. Bobby's able to get by. Opens the lane. Jeff Burton as well. Dicks down to the inside of the track and makes the pass. Side by side for the 11th position. Down the back straightaway. Here comes Burton to the low side into turn number three. Derek Cope gets blown by. Now Johnny Benson challenges Cope coming off the fourth turn. Motor Racing Network in Las Vegas, Nevada with live coverage of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. The event just underway. Nine of 267 laps complete. The race is for second spot in turn three. Mark Martin storms up to the top of the banking. Ward Burton on the inside. Martin has the edge heading into turn four. Mark Martin's got his car really hooked up in the early going here at Las Vegas. The way he's knocking them off one by one. He's just moved into second place, dropping Ward Burton back to third. Jeff Gordon still sits fourth. Bill Elliott's fifth. Side-by-side battle for sixth place in turn one. That is where Rusty Wallace makes the move down on the inside. of Rick Mast grabs the spot, racing up into the corner. Behind them, a race forming up as well. Joe Nemechek having a good run. He's coming up to the pack now. 
now work it on Jeff Bodine on the back stretch. Takes a peek to the inside of Bodine coming off the second corner, but not enough momentum to make the pass, so he'll drop in line. Everybody single file on about the top 15, heading off turn number four. Mark Barton has run down. Dale Jarrett, he was behind him about 10 car lengths when he got around Ward Burton. Now it's just one, just a couple of laps later as they come to the start-finish line. Martin looking for the race lead into the corner. Closing in quickly on Dale Jarrett as they race into the turn, and Martin's going to try it on the outside. Slides up the banking, begins the arc off turn number two, pulls even with Dale Jarrett. That's the way they race into turn three. Martin flexing his muscle off the second corner. He'll get the lead. Dale Jarrett slides into second position, takes a peek to the low side. Martin shuts down the lane on the entrance of turn number three. He leads off four. Mark Martin leads. Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, Bill Elliott, and Jeff Gordon. Those the top five drivers. After 14 of 267 laps, Ricky Craven got spun around earlier. Appeared not to hit the wall, has kept going, and is still on the lead lap, though back in 43rd position. Marty Snyder has an update from Craven's pit. Well, there was no damage on Ricky's car. That's the good news. They don't think they flat spotted the tires either, so they're going to stay out as long as they can until they get lapped or until the pit stops cycle around. They want to stay out on the racetrack as long as they possibly can, although they are running way behind in 43rd. 17 laps into the race. Rusty Wallace has just taken fifth position away from Jeff Gordon now. So the top five are Mark Martin, Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, Bill Elliott, and Rusty Wallace. The rest of the top ten, Jeff Gordon, Johnny Benson, Jeff Burton, Joni Macek, and Rick Mast. Comings and goings in the early part of the race. Well, certainly you would have to consider Mark Martin to be one of the fastest at this point. Started seventh. He's up in the race lead. Also tipped the cap to Jeff Burton. We said he had one of the quicker cars in yesterday's final practice. He started 15th. He is now up to the eighth spot and trying to get more as he tries to close in on those in front of him. Some who are not as well off in the early going. Jeff Bodine started on the outside of the front row. He is back to the 11th position now, so uh, a little bit of early struggling for Bodine in his team, but plenty of time to make adjustments on pit stops and try and get back up there in the hunt for the win. I think this weather might have thrown a lot of these teams a curve because uh, yesterday it was fairly cool here. The wind was blowing uh, probably 15, 20 miles an hour at times, and that's how they got most of their practice laps in out there to set up the car. Today, bright sunshine. The racetrack's going to get warmer and warmer as the afternoon goes by. Totally a different set of weather conditions. Likely we'll see quite a bit of adjusting going on, just like we did in the bush race yesterday afternoon. Dale Earnhardt's beginning to move up also. He's picked up about seven or eight positions, just taking them, taking his time, taking it easy, getting up through the field. Strung out right now, all the way back through about 14th position before we see a side-by-side battle about to shape up, heading down to turn three. Heading down the back straightaway, side-by-side. Side. The only double-wide racing happening at about the first 20 cars as Jeff Bodine digs into the bottom. Dick Trickle tries him on the top. He'll get by. Trickle does. Now Bodine feels another challenge on the outside off four. That'll be Trickle taking the 11th spot from Bodine. Now it's Ernie Irvin who's going to try and take that uh, 12th position away from Jeff. Farther ahead, change for the 6th position. Johnny Benson and Jeff Burton have both just gotten around Jeff Gordon, so Benson to 6th, Burton to 7th now, and Gordon falling back to the 8th spot behind him, Joe Nemechek in ninth, and then the race for 10th on back. Rick Mast in 10th. He has company on the back stretch. A whole bunch of company heading down the back straightaway. Here's Rick Mast def- trying to decide which lane to defend. He'll defend the inside, but that may not be the trick. Here comes Dick Trickle on the outside, coming off turn four. Dick Trickle got 300 miles of experience under his belt yesterday in the Bush Grand National race, trying to put it to good use here today. Trickle comes around on the outside. 
Also, Ernie Irvin will get around Rick Mast as they go back to turn number one, and Rick may lose another spot before they get to turn two. Racing for the tenth position, Rick Mast down to the inside all alone. Everybody's taking the high line. Here is Trickle going wide, wide enough for Ernie Irvin to race there as well. He'll dive down to the inside and come out the winner in that pack. Irvin gets by two car lengths behind him. The battle goes side by side for just a moment as Jeff Bodine goes to the outside of Rick Mast. He'll clear him. Now Bobby Labonte smells blood in the water. He's after Mast coming off turn four. So Ernie Irvin takes tenth spot. Now Trickle in 11th left to race there as down to his inside will be Jeff Bodine with Rick Mast and Bobby Labonte bunched up behind them. Farther ahead a challenge for fourth. Up to the outside of the racetrack goes Bill Elliott working on the uh, Rusty Wallace car. Wallace holds the inside lane and Elliott will pick off the spot. And Dale Jarrett down the back straightaway makes a bonsai move around the outside of Mark Martin. He will retake the lead. Martin battles back in turn four. Mark can't do anything with him coming off the corner. Falls back maybe two or three car lengths and will ride there for the moment. The front two have a long gap back to the third place car, perhaps a second or better, on Ward Burton. Still riding fourth is Bill Elliott. Elliott's had his hands full with Rusty Wallace for the last four or five laps around. Rusty tries to look underneath him in turn one. Wallace has got a hook up down on the inside of the racetrack, whereas Elliott seems to be running better, a little bit higher on the track. So Wallace tries to use that to his advantage. Dives to the inside, but the move does not work. He'll fall back in line. Elliott finds the outside lane, going down the back straightaway. Now, here comes Wallace to the inside. Elliott slips up the banking ever so slightly. There's the lane. Wallace tries to take advantage. Something a lot of the drivers were talking about this morning that they observed in the NASCAR Bush Series race yesterday was that the groove, the fastest way around the racetrack, changed a couple of times. Talk more about that after we follow Rusty Wallace trying to get that fourth spot away from Bill Elliott. Trying's all over. He does it. Diving down to the inside. Coming into turn number one. Use that groove to make the pass. Rusty moves to fourth. Elliott falls back in line in fifth. Top five cars, all single file. Elliott trying to cut it to the inside, coming off the second corner and take advantage of Rusty Wallace moving very high on the racetrack, coming off the turn can't get it done there. Elliott tries the high side in turn four. Nothing doing. He drops back in line. A couple of car links back rides Bill Elliott. Dale Jarrett's a leader. Mark Martin second. Ward Burton's third. Bill Elliott's fourth. Rusty Wallace sits fifth. Johnny Benson a strong run. He is still up there sixth. Jeff Burton will be seventh. Eighth will be Jeff Gordon. His car not to his liking at all right now. Joe Nemechek sits ninth. And tenth is Ernie Irvin. Talked about the groove moving around yesterday during the NASCAR Bush Series event. The fastest way around the racetrack. Joe Nemechek who finished third in that event and led a good portion of it most of the middle stages of the event as a matter of fact said it started out at the beginning of the race where right on the bottom of the racetrack right by the white line that separates the apron for the bank part of the corners was the place to be he said then after a while that got very slick slippery the car didn't seem to want to grip there and you had to move up the racetrack to get enough grip to be passed through the corners then after a little while you could move back down to the bottom and you could run there again so beginning to see that a little bit joe moore looks like some of the lead cars beginning to run a little bit higher in the corners as we go through this first 30 laps. Coming up higher and higher, you know, a good uh, case in point was Jeff Bodine the early stages of the race. He was going up kind of high and losing spots as a result of it. But now that we've gotten, uh, what, 26 laps into the race, Bodine is beginning to pick up positions, using the same lane that was costing him positions earlier, so his car beginning to handle a little better now that it's getting into the race a bit, working up on the higher side of the track. Dale Jarrett and Mark Martin continue to hold the top two spots in the Las Vegas 400. Rusty Wallace took third away from Bill Elliott a couple of laps ago. Now Elliott is under some pretty serious fire from Johnny Benson, Jeff Burton, and Ward Burton. Ward lost the fourth position to those drivers over the last several laps, and now they're going after uh, Bill Elliott, who is running in that fourth spot in a four-way race for position. 
as the leaders come off turn number four to complete the 32nd lap of the Las Vegas 400. There's a new second place runner. Rusty Wallace just passed Mark Martin going into turn number three. Now he's going after race leader Dale Jarrett into turn one. Digs to the inside of the track. Rusty does and flashes on by to pick up the top position. Rusty Wallace takes the lead, but Jarrett's going to try to come back. He looks to the inside of Rusty coming through turn number two. Can't make it stick. He'll fall back in line. For the time being, he runs in the tire tracks of Rusty Wallace leading down the back straight, heading into turn number three. Here's Jarrett looking low, but Rusty Wallace covers a low spot as well. Now the battle is on for third in turn four. Johnny Benson swings around to the outside, will try and take the spot away from Mark Martin, and he gets it coming off the corner. Meanwhile, up at the front of the field, Rusty Wallace is now pulled away from Dale Jarrett by three or four car lengths as they work their way back to turn number one. Seven cars up in the lead pack. Rusty Wallace leads the way back to turn number two. He's got about three car lengths on Dale Jarrett. Five car lengths back to Johnny Benson. He's up to third. Jeff Burton has got by Mark Martin. He's in fourth. Martin now sees an attack coming from his rear. Uh, Bill Elliott back there, tracking him down. Ward Burton likewise also tracking down Bill Elliott. Elliott slips up the banking. That's been his line right in the middle of the racetrack. Burton tries him on the inside, coming off turn four. B for the sixth position. Ward Burton trying to take that away from Bill Elliott off the corner. Won't be able to make that work. Farther back, Joe Nemechek's in seventh. Ernie Irvin's up to eighth and a great race for ninth spot. Five cars there. Jimmy Spencer inside of Dick Trickle with Bobby Labonte and Ricky Rudd right behind. Jeff Gordon just having been passed by those four drivers. They head to turn one. Spencer works the inside lane underneath Derek Cope coming back to the turn and Bobby Labonte just behind him waiting to see which lane will open up. None for the time being. They race side by side. Dick Trickle there on the outside of Jimmy Spencer. Side by side down the back straightaway. Jimmy Spencer digging in on the entrance of turn number three. Trickle forced up high on the banking. Side by side through the middle of the corner. Coming off the turn. That's the, how they are. Double wide. Heading off turn four. Back they, to start finish. They will ride door to door back into the front straightaway. Spencer down to the inside groove. He had a strong car yesterday and he told me this morning that's where I want to run is at the bottom of the racetrack. Trickle on the outside. Let's see what happens in turn number one. That's for 10th 10th place. Side by side coming back at the turn against Spencer utilizing as much as he can to the inside lane whereas Dick Trickle lets it kind of go up the banking a bit pulls back down very close racing side by side on the back straightaway. Halfway down the back straightaway heading into turn number three. Trickle with just a touch of an advantage coming into the corner but Spencer digs in again at the bottom. He gets a nose out in front. Trickle battles back once again coming off the turn. Up front Johnny Benson has taken over the second spot moving around Dale Jarrett a couple of laps ago. Benson who led 38 laps at Rockingham last week. Looks like he wants to go after the lead in two. Looking to the outside of Rusty Wallace. Johnny Benson on the roll. He's up alongside the race leader. Wallace mashes the gas coming off the second corner. Will it do any good? Benson swings around the outside. Blows by Wallace. Takes the lead and heads off to turn four. Johnny got a good run coming out of turn number two. Made it work off down the back straightaway. Had a good head of steam going into the corner. Rusty realized he was going to get by. Just give him a little room. No point in making any contact this early in the race. And a new leader Johnny Benson takes him back to turn one. Benson shows the way. Stretches out his lead now by a couple of car lengths over Rusty Wallace. Wallace has a lot of breathing room. Back to Jeff Burton, but Burton's poured all the steam. He made the move by Dale Jarrett a lap or two ago, and now is starting to close in on the front two. Burton only about five cars in arrears from the front two as they race down the back straightaway. Here's Rusty Wallace looking to the inside of Johnny Benson. Can't do anything with him on the entrance of the corner. He'll try again on the exit of turn four. So Benson, Wallace, Burton... Jarrett and Martin are your top five. Three Roush racing cars in that five group. Now here's Mark Martin after Dale Jarrett for the fourth position. He ducks underneath him through the tri-oval and off to one. Jarrett has, has to watch him go by as Martin goes to the inside of the racetrack. Gains that position up front. Here's Rusty Wallace looking underneath Johnny Benson. Wants to get back up to the front of the pack, but he won't be able to do it this time. Johnny Benson gets a good run off the second corner. Heads down the back straightaway. Here's Rusty putting on the pressure to the inside of the racetrack. Johnny Benson just slams it down to the inside. Shuts down 
the lane. Rusty can do nothing with him on the entrance of three. I think Rusty's content for the moment just to hang on to second place and ride there, put a little daylight on everybody else if he can. He's got to look in that rearview mirror and see Jeff Burton closing in on both the first and second positions as they go back to turn one. Back up front, the race for the lead. Rusty Wallace trying to get back around Johnny Benson. He drove in deep in turn one, but Benson has slammed the door coming down the banking, keeping Rusty behind. Rusty falls back in by a car length behind Benson. Benson cuts it close, coming off turn number two. Rusty swings it wide, looking to the outside lane just that quickly. Johnny Benson swings out to the outside wall, shuts that down, now snaps it back to the bottom in turns three and four. They'll stay in line, single file for now, beginning to run up on the back of Hunt Strickland's Circuit City Chevy. He is running at the moment in 43rd position. Sounds like he might be off a little bit under the hood at this point, maybe down a cylinder, and about to be overtaken by the race leaders. Deja vu from last week for Jeff Gordon. He's fallen back to 21st position now. His car not handling, obviously, up to his liking in the early going. In fact, let's take a swing to pit road, get some updates from our pit reporters as they've been checking with crew chiefs of the teams in the early going. We'll start with Jim Phillips. Well, down in Johnny Benson's pit, evidently they hit on something that is good. Crew chief Steve Beal going to lean down and talk to his team. Looked like he hit on something good to start this race. Yeah, we got Johnny Benson. You know, it's uh, the tor four Taurus has been terrific, and that's one of the Roush Crash chassis we just finished for him. He ran good at Rockingham, and he wanted to bring it out here. Johnny does a great job on long greens. We're a little slow to start. We're afraid of hurting our right rear. I think a lot of guys have already hurt their right rear. So we're being real careful right now, but it feels good to be leading. That's Steve Beal, crew chief for Johnny Benson. Talked to Mark Martin's crew chief, Jimmy Fitting. He said their car is just a little bit loose right now. Check in with Winston Kelly. Well, Barney, like yesterday, the majority of the cars that are having trouble are tight in different portions of the racetrack. Only one reporting a loose condition. That would be Rick Mask Remington Ford. The ones that are reporting tight, Jeff Bodine, who started on the outside front row, he's tight. Jeff Gordon, Allen mentioned a little bit ago, has dropped back to 22nd position. Dale Earnhardt just a little bit tied off, as is Darrell Waltrip. And Ward Burton's car, although he's been as quick as the leader a lot of the times, they're trying to keep him calm to not burn up the tires, but he's just to touch tight in. Several cars are very good. They like their cars. They're telling us that it's neutral, including Terry Labonte. He's picked up eight spots. John Andretti's picked up 13. Ricky Rudd's crew chief, Bill Engel, tells us that they should be very good on long runs, and he's picked up seven spots. And also Joe Nemechek. Those four drivers really like how their car's hooked up. New second-place driver, Jeff Burton, has gotten around Rusty Wallace to move up to the runner-up position. Let's check in with Marty Snyder. Well, Huss Strickland has just come in, and you were right about the seven cylinders Allen. They wanted to check and see if it was a plug wire, and it looks like they're going to be on seven cylinders for the rest of the day. Everybody down here tight for the most part. Dick Trickle was tight early on. His car has come to him. He's moved up. But Jimmy Spencer in here in the top ten, he has not said a word to his crew. Jeremy Mayfield has a slight push, but they have a radio problem on his team. Jeremy can hear the crew, but they can't hear him. So they're using the old hand signals for Jeremy Mayfield's team. Old hand signals touch the roof if you're, let's see, how do they do that? The roof if you're loose, the door if you're tight, or one way or another. Whatever. Yeah, it's how they used to do it before the two-way radios came to be. Jimmy Spencer, by the way, started 29th on the race. He has moved up to the 10th spot. Spencer, the winner of yesterday's NASCAR Bush Series event here at Las Vegas. Big change at the front of the field uh, in the last couple of laps around as that top five swap positions around over in front of Joe Moore. Yeah, we've got a uh, new race leader now as they come back into the corner. Jeff Burton made the move, got up front. Now he's being in a stretch out that lead. Mark Martin has a heavy pack of traffic following him to turn three. And right behind him, Johnny Benson fielding a challenge from Dale Jarrett coming off turn two, but Jarrett drops back in line from second through fifth, all single file as they run through turns three and four. Martin, Benson, Jarrett, Rusty Wallace running in positions two through five. Here's a challenge and a change 
change for the third position. Dale Jarrett will sweep underneath Johnny Benson off turn four, slide up in front of him across the stripe, and take away that third spot. Jeff Burton, the race leader, in some lap traffic now, coming off of turn number four. He's just bypassed David Green and put him a lap down, now moving around the outside of Derek Cope to put him a lap down. It is Burton, Mark Martin, and Johnny Benson, the top three, with Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace right behind. Those five cars, the lead group, all fairly close together. Then about a second and a half back, you will have the next two cars in line. That'll be Ward Burton and Joni Macek in sixth and seventh, with Ernie Irvin about eight car lengths behind them in the eighth spot. Then it's a few seconds back, about two-thirds the distance to the back straightaway. To ninth place, Bill Elliott. Tenth place, Jimmy Spencer. And eleventh place, John Andretti. Those cars all nose to tail. Ricky Rudd is in twelfth. Robert Presley is up to thirteenth. Fourteenth is Greg Sachs, and Bobby Labonte is fifteenth. Dick Trickle runs 16th, 17th is Jeremy Mayfield, Ted Musgraves 18th, Dale Earnhardt 19th, and Terry Labonte 20th, 21st is Kyle Petty, Jeff Gordon is 22nd, Jeff Bodine 23rd, Kenny Irwin 24th, and Sterling Marlin 25th, 26th is Brett Bodine, 27th Rick Mast, Michael Waltrips 28th, Ken Schrader 29th, and Steve Grissom is 30th, 31st is Wally Dallenbach, Ricky Craven is 32nd, Jeff Green 33rd, Chad Little 34th, and Lake Speed 35th, Kevin LePage is 36th, Kenny Wallace 37th, Darrell Waltrip 38th, and Mike Skinner is 39th, and he is the last car on the lead lap. The race leaders right behind him. Then you've got David Green, Derek Cope, and now Bobby Hamilton laps down. Hamilton just coming off pit road. Hut Strickland is in 43rd. He's behind the wall, and Marty Snyder's with him. Well, it's been a frustrating weekend for these guys. They changed the motor this morning. Now more motor troubles this afternoon. And Hut, uh, what happened with the engine? Well, we're not really for sure. We, uh, you know, we started the race there, and uh, we thought we maybe maybe we had a plug wire off or something, and we just, uh, you know, come in there, made a stop, and we couldn't couldn't find anything wrong. So, uh, things started vibrating there a little bit, and we decided to come in and take a look at it before we blew up there in front of everybody, caused a big crash. But, uh, yeah, I hate it for everybody on this circuit city Chevrolet team. I tell you, we've worked real hard. Everybody's worked real hard. We just have to come back and get them next week. The suspicion is rocker arm, as we uh, might have mentioned earlier. They are under the hood right now, trying to fix it. Four or five guys uh, trying to get Hutt back out on the racetrack. They hope to do that real soon. Now we're beginning to see scheduled pit stops occur. Rusty Wallace, the first to come down pit road. He's in front of Jim Phillips. Lap 56. Uh, we just had one a couple laps ago, but a little bit early for Rusty. A couple of rounds of rage hit on the left side. Car a little bit loose. That was the condition of Wallace's car. Left side tires are going on right now. Here comes Bobby Labonte in. The pit board is out for Kenny Wallace, left side tires now com almost complete, now complete on Rusty stop, a little slower than normal, 20.2 seconds, left side tires going on Bobby Labonte's car, here comes Kenny Wallace, we're going to change right side tires on his machine right now, as Dale Earnhardt goes by, let's go down to Winston Kelly. 18.46, the stop for Dale Earnhardt as the Rainbow Warriors get into play, as Jeff Gordon comes down pit road, he comes to a very smooth stop, they crank the car up on the right side, Mike Trower puts in He's going to put in a, a round of wedge. No, he's going to make an adjustment on the track bar. Now he's going to wheel around to the left side of the car. It's going to be a four-tire stop, 76 racing fuel going in. A good stop, a chassis adjustment. Remember, their car's been tight. 18.43 seconds. Darrell Walter, Rick Mast on pit road as well. Now back up to Jim Phillips. Dale Jarrett swinging into his pit stall right now. As coming out is Bill Elliott. He just got drive-in service of his crew. Chad Little is in right behind him getting service. And we got the M&M's car of Ernie Irvin in the pit. The pit board is out for Johnny Benson. We expect him any second. 
Others coming on to pit road. Ricky Rudd dives for the pits. Robert Presley, Michael Waltrip is in. Also on pit road, Mike Skinner, Jeff Green. Uh, those cars all getting service up towards the turn four end of the pit road. So these stops now for the moment here at uh, lap number... 59 and watching Steve Grissom shoot off the banking and here comes the race leader Jeff Burton. Burton peels off the racetrack. His will be at lap 60. The race lead now goes to Mark Martin who stays on the racetrack. Burton, Johnny Benson, John Andretti all coming in for service as they work their way at the 45 mile an hour pit road speed down toward their stall. Seems to take a long time to get there on that pit road at 45 miles an hour. Let's go to Jim Phillips and cover the stop of the race leader. Both these crews are ready. Here comes Burton. He comes slowly, uh, smokes the tires a little bit. Now he comes to a good smooth stop. Here's Johnny Benson in. The Cheerios Ford. They're going to work on the right side. It's going to be a chassis adjustment on the Benson car. And it's going to be not the track bar, but it's going to be a spring adjustment there. One round is all for Benson. His team is around the left side. Frank Stoddard's crew working on the left side of uh, Jeff Burton's car. Down and away, 19.3 on the stop for Jeff Burton. And he's going to beat Johnny Benson out of the pits. Mark Martin will give up the race lead and bring his car to the attention of his pit crew right now as he comes in. Kyle Petty in just a moment ago. Also, Kenny Schrader making a schedule pit stops. These are all coming under green flag conditions at lap 61 here for the cars that we just mentioned a moment ago. And Barney Ernie Urban has a problem. He has not come back up to speed after leaving pit road. Some smoke trailing from behind Irvin's car, and here he comes back onto pit road again, so something going mechanically wrong for Irvin when he tried to leave pit road just a moment ago. In fact, he might have had some contact with somebody. The whole right side of his car appears to be wrinkled up a little bit. He's got some white paint that might be from the outside retaining wall along the right side of his Goodyear tires, so some problems there for Ernie Irvin. We'll follow up in a moment. Wally Dallenbach is on pit road. Joe Nemechek is the race leader. He's not yet come to pit road and made his stop. Nemechek in turn four now. We watch him and he will continue right on past. So it'll be Nemechek, still the race leader as Kevin LePage comes to pit road. We mentioned Dallin back. Lake Speed is in. Let's go downstairs and see if we can find out what happened to Ernie Irvin. It looked like he's had an encounter with some concrete, uh, Alan. The right side tire looked like it did have uh, concrete around the outside of it. And a bad break for Mark Martin. He had pit woes yesterday. This uh, crew had trouble with the left front. 24.5 seconds of the stop for Martin. By far the slowest down here. Got to put him way, way behind. Terry Labonte will bring his car to pit road. Greg Sachs is on pit road for the moment, as just about everybody except maybe a handful of cars have now made a scheduled pit stop under green. So the field can continues to watch Joe Nemechek as he is still on the racetrack and still the leader not yet having come in under the green flag Nemechek, Greg Sachs and Terry Labonte were the top three now that Sachs and Labonte have stopped it's just Nemechek to complete the cycle along pit road and then it should be Rusty Wallace pending the performance of Nemechek's pit crew that'll be the race leader Rusty gets off pit road first followed by Jeff Burton, Dale Jarrett Ward Burton and Johnny Benson those will be the top five drivers here's Nemechek off turn four again and one more time he stays on the racetrack comes down to the start finish line and completes the 65th lap of the race and that extra five laps that Joe Nemechek has run versus most of the other leaders who stopped uh, right around lap 60 
that could be big later on in the race. A lot of guys think fuel mileage may factor into the finish of this event. That's all assuming that this race stays green and they make the long runs and it works out. We'll see how it plays out as the day goes on. 66, let's make that 65 laps are on the scoreboard. Joe Nemechek is a leader waiting for him to make his pit stop. Once he does, it'll cycle around more than likely back to Rusty Wallace, Jeff Burton, Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, Johnny Benson, Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer, John Andretti, and Ricky Rudd would be your top 10. Here comes Nemechek now off the racetrack and on to pit road. The stop will come at lap number 66 now. So Joe Nemechek going by far longer than anyone else on the racetrack. He brings the Bell South car to the attention of his crew in front of Winston Kelly. And it's a very smooth stop. The crew going to work on the right side. Pumps it up a couple of times does Scott Glasscox. They're going to no chassis adjustment. No chassis adjustment thus far unless they've done something on air pressure. Nemechek though about the first 40 laps of the race had not said anything to his crew. Thought the car was very neutral. He did come on later, said he was happy with it. They're going to put on four tires, 76 racing gasoline, a good stop, 18.84 seconds. Might to the start-finish line. Might not be good enough. Yeah, come uh, Rusty Wallace and Jeff Burton as Nemechek is just get coming up to speed off of pit road. And when they come back around the next time by, it will be Rusty Wallace and Jeff Burton who will take over the lead. Which one of them gets here first? That's up for your uh, for grabs here on the backstretch. Jeff Burton breaks out of the draft, rumbles down to the inside of the racetrack, and does take the lead. Sweeping into turn number three, Rusty Wallace settles back in second as they head to turn four. Jeff Burton is the new leader of the Las Vegas 400, made the move around Rusty Wallace, coming back to the stripe after Joe Nemechek pitted. So it is now Burton Wallace, Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, and Johnny Benson. Those are your top five. 71 of two. 267 laps complete in the Las Vegas 400, just past the 100-mile mark, and it is Jeff Burton after ex an exchange of green flag pit stops who emerges with the race lead. Burton had the lead before breaking uh, for his pit stop, and he has taken it back again after the cycle. Not a comfortable lead, just a car length or two in front of Rusty Wallace, who is with him trying to work some lap traffic now. Then about 10 car lengths back to Dale Jarrett in third. A couple of seconds from Jarrett back to the fourth and fifth place drivers. They are Ward Burton and Johnny Benson looking deeper into the field. In sixth is Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer seventh, Joni Macek eighth, John Andretti ninth, and Jeremy Mayfield is up now to tenth position. Eleventh is Ricky Rudd, Dale Earnhardt up to twelfth, Bill Elliott thirteenth, Ted Musgrave fourteenth, and Kyle Petty fifteenth. Sixteenth is Jeff Gordon, Robert Presley seventeenth, Kenny Irwin eighteenth, Dick Trickle nineteenth, and Bobby Labonte runs twentieth. Terry Labonte, who had some trouble getting to pit road for his stop, is now running in twenty-first position. Michael Waltrip's twenty-second, despite starting in a backup car. Got Bobby Hamilton 23rd, Jeff Bodine 24th, and Greg Sachs 25th. 26th is Sterling Marlin, Ken Schrader's 27th, 28th Rick Mass, 29th Kenny Wallace, Steve Grissom 30th, Chad Little 31st, and Brett Bodine 32nd, the final car on the lead lap. One lap down in 33rd is Ricky Craven, Lake Speed in 34th, and Mike Skinner in 35th, along with Jeff Green in 36th, Wally Dallenback 37th, Kevin LePage 38th, David Green 39th, and Derek Cope in 40th. Two laps down in 41st is Ernie Irvin. Three laps down is Darrell Waltrip in 42nd position. Hutch Strickland is in the garage area at this point, 30 laps down to the race leader. There's your full field rundown now, just past 100 miles. And as the leader works his way off turn number two and down the back straightaway, I believe he's about to put a machine down that doesn't want to go a lap down. Maybe another lap down anyway would be Ricky Craven, uh, Craven over in three. Yeah, Barney, Ricky Craven trying for the last three laps to stay on the lead lap, but he can't do it. Burton gets by, now Wallace gets by as well. And in the struggle to get around, Ricky Craven, Jeff Burton having to 
pick and choose his way a little bit carefully so as to not get in trouble here. Racing somebody, he's trying to put a lap down so early in the event. It's allowed Wallace and Jarrett to close up on him. Wallace made the move by Craven. Now Jarrett's got to make the move. Digging down to the inside of the track. Craven will give him plenty of racing room to the front two now. Get a good bit of distance between themselves and third place Ward Burton and several lap cars. Front three cars have cleared Ricky Craven now all by themselves. Ward Burton has more lap traffic ahead. It'll take him a couple of laps to catch him. He's all by himself coming up turn four. Ward Burton's car has been able to work good at the bottom of the racetrack this afternoon. They probably make an adjustment or two before the day is over. He's got a very strong machine as he and Mark Martin are side by side here at the start finish line. Follow that back down into turn one. They've got some lap traffic racing there around them as well. That may come into play. Entering turn number one. Mark Martin takes the high side of the banking as Ward squeezes it down low. You've also got another player in this, Johnny Benson, as Martin gets by. Now Benson goes after Ward Burton. Side by side, down the back straightaway. Benson to the outside, Burton to the inside. He'll swing around. Benson does, gets by Ward Burton. Now he has to swing up the banking and deal with Mike Skinner in turn four. Off the corner now, Mark Martin will bypass Mike Skinner and clear him cleanly, as will Johnny Benson. Ward Burton next in line. They've got a pretty healthy advantage on Joe Nemechek, the next driver in line. He's a couple of seconds behind them after the exchange of pit stops. Looking at the rundown at this point, a couple of drivers have made some pretty good progress in the early part of the race. Of course, the race leader, Jeff Burton, he started back in 15th position, so he's come up quite nicely. Uh, some others would include Jimmy Spencer, now running 8th. Spencer started back in 29th position. John Andretti started the STP car in 30th, and he's up to 9th now. And Jeremy Mayfield started 32nd. He's running 10th. Remember, we documented that Mayfield was having some radio troubles earlier in the event. He could uh, hear the crew, but they couldn't hear him, which would make it a little bit difficult to get good communications for proper chassis adjustments as this race continues on. Uh, Marty Snyder will check on for us whether they remedied that problem during the first pit stop under the green flag a little while ago or not. In fact, let's check on pit road with Marty right now. Well, they have not fixed the problem, and what they've gone to doing is they can barely hear Jeremy when he keys the mic. So what they've asked him is they're asking him, is it tight? If it is, key the mic, and they'll wait for a couple minutes to listen, and he doesn't key the mic then they know it's loose they'll ask him if it's loose he'll key the mic and he'll say yes right now the car is pretty good so they did not have to make any adjustments on that last stop but when he came down pit road he ran out of gas so they've had all kinds of problems if they can just keep everything else going good it seems like the car is running good enough to finish in the top five today he's having a good run he's still up in ninth position despite the fact of having a few problems on the other side of the coin that alan was talking about the guys that are having a good afternoon there's uh, quite a few cars that are really having kind of struggling here to find what they need in the early going among them would be kenny wallace rick mass sterling marlin kenny schrader and mike skinner running back uh, from about 25th on back for the moment here's the seventh place car johnny benson with what definitely would be an unscheduled pit stop he just lost the position of joe nemechek last lap by now he's on pit road at lap number 80 benson was just in at lap number 60 so only 20 laps from his last stop troubles for the cheerios machine let's cover johnny Benson's stop with jim phillips well, the crew's going to go to work on the right side. Now he's just now easing into the pit. The crew is going to go work on the right side of the car, Allen. Looks like they may have a tire problem on the right side. Don't look like they're going to move over to the left side of the car. Now they will. They are going to change all four tires, so apparently some type of tire problem on Johnny Benson's automobile. Anytime you have to make an unscheduled pit stop at any racetrack under green, you're going to lose an awful lot of time. Really a tough break for John. The car is down and away. He'll go back under the 
Speedway, and we'll set the order of where he's running when he recycles around here in just a moment. Tough break. break. Yeah, very tough break for Johnny Benson now as he comes in for a green flag, four-tire stop, just 20 laps after making another stop, and he was sixth at the time. He slowed and dropped off the racetrack. Head of the pack now, Dale Jarrett has taken over the second spot from Rusty Wallace, and Jarrett is uh, behind race leader Jeff Burton by about three-quarters of a second, looking at, actually, it's a little bit over a second now, this last lap by, 1.4 to be specific, so Jeff Burton having moved away from Dale Jarrett over the last couple of laps, and they're in some lap traffic. They've just put another lap on Ernie Irvin, Jeff Burton has, and now he is running up on the back of Brett Bodine and Steve Grissom, the next two drivers in line, as he continues to try and work this uh, field. Grissom and Brett Bodine, 30th and 31st, respectively. The leaders are there in turn one. Leaders fall in line, single file, work their way back to turn number one again behind the two lap cars meanwhile good race shaping up for the fifth position Ward Burton has the spot and Joe Nemechek is all over him here in turn two Nemechek trying to sneak down to the inside of the racetrack Burton closing the door there nose to tail they work to turn three Burton pulls him off the corner down the back straightaway Joe Nemechek couldn't get a run on him down the back chute heading into turn number three trying to take advantage by easing up the banking just a bit trying to run his line through the corner maybe gains a car length on Burton as they race off four hey what it's good to see Ward Burton having a good run Alan that team is really struggle. He's got his hands full here at the start-finish line. Joe Nemechek takes a run at him, goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack, and he will move underneath him in turn one. Nemechek just waiting for the inside lane to open up. It did going into turn one, so he flashes by and immediately picks up a couple of positions on Ward Burton. Working their way now off turn number two. They're on the back straightaway. Burton had the advantage coming off the second corner. This time, Willie, will he be able to gain any ground on Joe Nemechek? Coming into the turn, the answer is no. Nemechek maintains his four-car length advantage as he races off to four. Farther up front here here is a challenge for the third spot. Mark Martin has caught Rusty Wallace. Looks down to his inside at the start-finish line and off into turn one. Two Fords racing side by side. Back to turn number one. Mark Martin seems to have the advantage. He digs it in deep here in turn number two. Now flashes back up in front of Rusty Wallace in turn two. Rusty Wallace rumbles out of the pocket. Looks to the outside of the racetrack. The inside. Nothing doing either way. Drops back in line. Here's Martin entering turn number three. Eases up the banking about a half a lane. Snaps it back down to the bottom again. Wallace can do nothing with him. He may be able to do something in another four or five laps around. They're about to catch a five-car pack of traffic. Some of those running side-by-side side directly ahead as they work their way to turn number one. And we have completed 86 laps in the Las Vegas 400. We are under caution for the first time in the Las Vegas 400. Kenny Irwin, the young rookie driver behind the wheel of Robert Yates Racing's Texaco Haviland Ford, just lost control of his car off of turn number four. Fought it, fought it, fought it. Finally, it spun on him. Michael Waltrip barely got by between Irwin and the wall, and then Kenny did a great job of wrestling the car back under control before it got into the outside wall. And those behind him, like Derek Cope and others, did a great job of getting around Kenny Irwin without making contact. So everybody continues away, no harm, no fall, and we're under the caution for the first time in the race. All the lead lap cars are on pit road for service at lap 89, Winston Kelly. And the land rush is underway, only right side tires, Terry Labonte the first, down and away, Jeremy Mayfield follows Jeff Burton on pit road, along with Dale Jarrett, Mark Martin, Rusty Wallace, Joe Nemechek, Jeff Gordon just pulls away, Ward Burton getting tires, along with Bill Elliott, Ricky Rudd, and Dale Earnhardt, most of them going with two right side tires, a handful going with four. Now down to Marty Snyder. Two right sides for uh, Jeremy Mayfield. They still have the communication problem and Dick Trickle. Big break for Kyle Petty. They had gone too far with their adjustment. They were tight last time. They were way too loose this, this time. The car was getting much worse. Jimmy Spencer had a long stop, 21 seconds. They took four tires on his stop. 
And the race off pit road could have been won by Ward Burton. I believe he was the first car to get out in front of Dale Jarrett and Terry Labonte. So some good pit work. May uh, Track position may come into big factor for those guys getting some quick work. A couple of two-tire uh, two changes down there also made a difference. We will follow up with our pit reporters in just a minute after they go and double-check uh, what they witnessed and confirm with the crew chiefs. But we believe Ward Burton and Terry Labonte both just got two tires. And that puts them out in the first and third positions, respectively, with Dale Jarrett getting four and coming out second. Mark Martin, Jeff Burton also will be back there in line. So off of pit road, Ward Burton, who came in in the sixth position, will come out with the race lead. Dale Jarrett, who went in second, will come out second. Terry Labonte, who went in 19th, will come out third, followed by Mark Martin and Jeff Burton. Then it'll be Rusty Wallace, Jeremy Mayfield, Dick Trickle, Jimmy Spencer, and Dale Earnhardt, the rest of the top ten. 11 through 15th, Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon, John Andretti, Ricky Rudd, and Ken Schrader, followed by Ted Musgrave, Joni Macek, Michael Waltrip, Kyle Petty, and Jeff Bodine back through 20th position. The rest of the lead lap, Greg Sachs, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Kenny Wallace, Brett Bodine, Chad Little, Bobby Labonte, and the car of Rick Mast. Brett Bodine, I believe, getting back on the lead lap when Kenny Irwin spun. He was able to get back around race leader Jeff Burton coming back to the caution flag. See, the second wave now, a lap or more down, have made their pit stops. And Winston Kelly, a lot of adjustments going on on these cars are just tire changes, maybe a little air pressure changes in, in the tires. Well, a little of both. They put a round of wedge out of uh, Jeff Gordon's car. He's uh, been fighting a handling problem all day long. It's normally been tight on the car, so they did make a chassis adjustment, and some of them have hit the setup, making a few air pressure adjustments. We are confirming who got four tires, who got two tires. And to follow up on the situation with Johnny Benson, he had a cut right rear tire when he had to come down pit road. A very untimely situation for that team. Johnny back in 38th position after he got back up to speed. But now that everybody has cycled around and pitted, Johnny is up to the 31st position. And at the moment, he stayed on the racetrack. So he is in front of the leader, Ward Burton, and will be the first car to restart to his inside when we get the green flag in a couple of minutes. Maybe Benson, a nominee by the members of the media covering today's Las Vegas 400 for the Goodies Headache Award of $2,500 to the driver they feel suffered the hardest luck during the running of or preparation for this event. That money from Goodies Headache powders and tablets, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. And we've got a few machines up in the top five we haven't seen up there earlier this afternoon after that round of pit stops. Terry Labonte will find out how strong he is. Jeremy Mayfield is up toward the front of the field also right now, along with Dick Trickle and others who, by virtue of good pit work a moment ago, have put him up right there with a chance to maybe grab the lead away as they are single file working around this racetrack at lap number 91. Just an absolute gorgeous day here in the desert at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway to watch the inaugural event here at this racetrack. Weather conditions perfect. Great crowd on hand. The 107,000 seats of this racetrack sold out. And a bonus for the folks here in attendance. Nellis Air Force Base that hosts a lot of uh, pretty high-tech Department of Defense stuff right across the backstretch side of the racetrack just across Las Vegas Boulevard. And we have sat here several times throughout the race weekend and watched quite an air show out of Nellis as our uh, men and women of the uh, military go out uh, doing their maneuvers and practicing the things that they need to in the F-18s and F-14s and so on. It really is an impressive sight to see those people uh, going, putting their very high-tech machines through their paces. Uh, awesome sight. Interesting to listen to the guys in the garage area, too. 
that drive these race cars say, man, I would like to get in that and go up one time. And a few of these guys have been able to go up with the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels, the uh, demonstration teams for both those branches of service. I don't think I have the stomach for it. One oh, to go yeah. now. <laughs> one to go as they come to the start-finish line will be the signal, and let's go to pit road. I was going to follow up with the uh, Kenny Irwin situation and see how the car is. They uh, came back in and made a second pit stop for a vibration that Kenny was feeling that changed all four tires. And uh, let's see if we can get a word with Mark Reno as crew chief. Well, Mark, he saved it out there, but now you got a vibration. Yeah, we had a vibration. Hang on a second. <laughs> he wants to talk to Robert Yates and Kenny Irwin talking to him on the radio right now. The vibration uh, seems to still exist, so they're going to try to get him back in and try to get this car fixed for Kenny Irwin. Kenny has fallen all the way back to 30th position, but he still has plenty of time to come back and post a good finish here this afternoon. 92 laps are on the scoreboard. We're about three-quarters of a lap away from a restart here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Second pit stop under this caution flag for Joe Nemechek. He just came back down pit road under the yellow as the field got the one-to-go signal. We'll get a follow-up there. What it's for looks like they replaced just one of the tires on the Bell South car. And also as we get set for the restart, Jeff Burton is dropping to the tail end of the field now. We'll get an update on uh, what's going on there in just a moment, but apparently Jeff Burton instructed to go to the back of the pack as well in uh, this particular case for the restart. And so he is going to be a long ways back from the race lead. He's going to go all the way to the tail end of the uh, line now, which as far as those on the lead lap would be concerned, would drop him to 30th position in line. Alan, the story there, too fast on pit road, exiting pit road, although he's toward turn one. They thought he was too fast exiting pit road. Boy, it's uh, going to be a lot of ground to make up for him once they put him back under green. 92 laps on the board. Here comes the pace car down pit road. Field exiting turn number four, looking for the green flag. It is in the air, and the race is back up to full speed. Ward Burton, the leader, sets sail for turn number one. Right behind him is Dale Jarrett. Then the lap car of Johnny Benson trying to sandwich in there and maybe get back on the tail end of the lead lap. Ward Burton trying to run away from the thing. Here's Johnny Benson trying to weave his way first to the outside lane. He'll get up in front of Dale Jarrett. Now Benson goes after Ward Burton trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. He nearly completes it off turn two. Side by side with Burton down the back straight away. Here's Benson up to the top of the banking. Burton down low, and Johnny Benson does swing around Ward Burton and get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap as everybody rumbles two by two by two off the turn. If Benson can get a quick caution here and stay in front of the race leader, he can come back around and overcome that cut right rear tire he had a little while ago, get back into the thick of things. Ward Burton with his hands full for the race lead in one. Ernie Irvin gets by to get back on the tail end of the lead lap as he does. Dale Jarrett follows his tire tracks to the outside lane. So Jarrett goes to the race lead. Burton falls in line at second. Now Terry Labonte goes after Ward Burton for a second, but he gets pinned in in lap traffic as Steve Grissom moves to his inside, so nowhere to go for Labonte. He dives down to the bottom of the racetrack, single file coming off the turn. Now a lot of those cars that are up in that big lead pack are on the lead lap, running third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. There's also a lot of lap cars in there trying to get as close to the front and overhaul the leader as they can. Boxed in back there, trying to work his way out of that is Jeremy Mayfield. He almost got tagged here at the start-finish line. He's back in one. Mayfield's been at the rear of the field. That's where he started today. Now he's working his way up to the front of the field, but still buried behind a lot of traffic. He works on Steve Grissom's car, boxed into the outside lane in the backstretch. Also a good battle for third. Mark Martin swinging around Terry Labonte. He'll get by. Now here comes Rusty Wallace. He'll flank Labonte as they race into turn four. Coming up off the corner now, Back in traffic, those drivers are Terry Labonte and Rusty Wallace racing for position. That'll be for the fourth and fifth spots. Rusty will get fourth. Terry goes back to fifth for second. Here's Mark Martin to the outside of Ward Burton. Martin swings around going into turn number one. Picks off the spot. Burton falls in line.
that quickly because Rusty Wallace is there knocking on the door. Wallace trying to squeeze to the inside of Ward Burt. Looks there. Doesn't make his move. He'll fall in line. Single file. They'll rumble down the back straight away. The first 15 cars in line all stay a single file as they snake their way into turn number three. Here's Terry Labonte down at the bottom taking a peek at Rusty and Rusty goes after Ward Burton in turn four. Rusty makes the move coming out of the fourth corner. Gets underneath him trying to put a run on him here at the start finish line. Takes it all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack. Ward won't give up as he goes back to turn number one. Tries to shut him down again. Rusty comes right back. Rusty will once again stab it down on the inside lane of the racetrack. Tries to pull even. Does now and completes the pass. Rusty picks off the spot as up front now. Challenge for the lead. Down the back straight away. Mark Martin taking a peek to the inside of Dale Jarrett. Can't get it done. Lap cars ahead. Here's Martin trying the high lane. Swinging up to the top in turn four. Mark will stick the fender of his car up to the outside of Dale Jarrett's off the corner. He'll draw up alongside about halfway up Jarrett's door. Now pulling even at the stripe at the start-finish line. Martin by a foot. He will pull around and try and clear Jarrett into the corner. Couple of Fords going at it, racing back to turn number one. Mark Martin drives it in deep, lets it go up the banking just a tad, opens up the lane down on the inside. Plenty of room to make the move as his contact further back in the field. Dale Earnhardt tries to get by Steve Grissom. Grissom nearly turned it sideways. Both drivers able to save their cars. Earnhardt gets back in line. A whole pack of traffic, though. Two by two by two. Follow Earnhardt back into the corner as Earnhardt dives down low in turn number four. Mark Martin holds the race lead in the Las Vegas 400. He has company very close behind him, though. Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace not far behind. Then it's about a second. Back to the next cars in line. Terry Labonte and Jimmy Spencer. Those drivers now making up the top five. Spencer getting around Ward Burton in the last trip around the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Motor Racing Network in Las Vegas, Nevada to bring you live coverage of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. I'm Alan Bestwick along with Barney Hall. Joe Moore and Fred Armstrong cover the turns for today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly and Marty Snyder are in the pit and garage areas. We're just back racing after the first and only caution of the event so far. A yellow waving at lap number 88 when Kenny Irwin spun off turn four. It didn't hit anything. Has continued on. And of the 43 original starters, 42 are on the racetrack. And in the event, the only one that's behind the wall is Hot Strickland. 11 lead changers among seven different drivers at this point in the event. The man out in front is Mark Martin. He is the race leader over Dale Jarrett, who runs second, and Rusty Wallace, who's in third. Jimmy Spencer is now fourth, and Terry Labonte fifth. Sixth is Ward Burton. Jeremy Mayfield is seventh. Bill Elliott eighth. Ninth is Jeff Gordon, and Dick Trickle runs in the tenth spot. Looking further into the rundown, eleventh is Dale Earnhardt. Ricky Rudd is twelfth. John Andretti thirteenth. Ted Musgrave fourteenth, and Michael Waltrip fifteenth. Sixteenth is Ken Schrader. Seventeenth is Kyle Petty. Jeff Bodine is eighteenth. Jeff Burton, after falling back to thirtieth on the restart for a penalty for speeding, leaving pit road. He's back up to the 19th spot. And Kenny Wallace is 20th. 21st is Bobby Labonte. Chad Little is 22nd. 23rd belongs to Greg Sachs. Brett Bodine is 24th. Robert Presley, 25th. Joni Macek, 26th. Bobby Hamilton, 27th. Kenny Irwin, 28th. Rick Mass, 29th. Sterling Marlin is 30th. And Johnny Benson is 31st. Those 31 cars on the lead lap with Benson just in front of the race leaders on the tail end of the lead lap. That is the rundown of the field now. One lap down in 32nd is Mike Skinner. Ricky Craven, 33rd. Derek Cope, 34th. And Lake Speed, 35th. Followed by Kevin LePage in 36th. Jeff Green in 37th. Steve Grissom in 38th. Wally Dallenback, 39th. David Green 40th, Ernie Irvin 41st, Darrell Waltrip in 42nd, and again Hutt Strickland back behind the wall in the 43rd position. 
This mid-race update brought to you by Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now you can wear the same NASCAR shirts, caps, and jackets worn by Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labonte, and Dale Jarrett. They're Chase Authentics at NASCAR specialty and department stores everywhere. Had a pretty furious battle going on for second place for the last couple of laps around. Dale Jarrett can hangs on to it, but continuing to hang on his bumper and trying to take it away from him has been Rusty Wallace. Rusty's been door-to-door -door with him a couple of times, not able to do anything with him. Let's follow that over to turn two. That particular battle settles down now as Rusty kind of falls back in line by a couple of car lengths. Further back, some good racing going on. This will be back for about the fifth or sixth position. Jeremy Mayfield and Terry Labonte, those two cars side-by-side side off turn two. Mayfield shoots around Labonte, coming off the second corner, settles back in line. Labonte takes a peek to maybe take advantage there on the entrance of turn number three, but nothing doing. Now Labonte to watch his backside. Here comes Ward Burton. This will be for the sixth position now as Ward ducks down underneath Terry Labonte off the corner and tries to pull alongside him at the start-finish line. Biggest pack of traffic is from Michael Waltrip on back, 15th on down to about, oh, say, 30th or so, and all those cars racing back and forth for position. They're in a big old knot of traffic headed for turn one. A lot of lap cars mixed in a bunch, so that uh, pack of traffic. Michael Waltrip heads the pack, but they're all stacked up behind him. you got Jeff Burton trying to plow his way to the front. Kyle Petty and Ken Schrader also in that mix headed to three. Jeff Burt moves to the inside of the racetrack trying to claw his way back up to the lead draft. He'll dive down to the inside of Lake Speed. Flank Speed in turn four gets to the inside and rumbles off the turn. Kind of been expecting something to give or maybe a couple of cars to get kicked up against the wall as tight as they've been racing the last four or five laps around. Let's swing back up to the front of the field right now. Good scramble going on. Terry Labonte trying to hang on to sixth place. Swing it wide in turn number two. Looks on the outside of Ward Burton to get by. Right behind to Bill Elliott trying to move up as well. Elliott falls him down at the outside of the racetrack. Follows Terry Labonte on the outside. Down the back straightaway into turn number three. Ward Burton on the inside gets blown by. Here comes Elliott. He'll try Labonte on the outside coming off turn four. Elliott takes seventh from Ward Burton for the moment, but off the corner. Burton dives back low, draws back up alongside Bill. They are door-to-door -door for the seventh position right behind sixth place Terry Labonte. Pontiac and Ford racing side-by-side. Side. Back to turn number one. Bill Elliott's been taking a high line all afternoon here in turn two. Once again, that's what he does. Swings around, and it works for him yet again as he gets the spot from Ward Burton. Ducks in front of Ward Burton. Now works on Terry Labonte down the back straightaway, but Labonte is strong. Oh, trouble in turn two. Jeff Green spins around. Great save by Jeff Bodine as he squeezed down the inside of the racetrack. Everybody scatters. No contact is made. And Jeff Green did a great job himself of keeping that car off, oh, off the outside retaining wall. Racing in the outside groove and just seemed to get up in the marbles a little bit. He was a little higher than anybody else has come uh, in this afternoon's event as he got up in the marbles. The back end first came around. The car spun completely around, and Jeff Bodine was the first one there. Again, he made a great move diving to the inside of the racetrack to avoid that car, and Green as well. Hats off to him for keeping his car off the outside wall. And a big break for Johnny Benson, who gets the caution while he is still in front of race leader Mark Martin and comes back around to rejoin the end of the field. Benson, perhaps a nominee for the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award that Barney and I will give to the driver with the best break during today's race. $500 to be donated on the winner's behalf to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestis Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. Tell you, that could have been a that could have been a nasty one over there, Joe Moore. Anytime the car goes to the outside wall and spins right down through the middle of the field and doesn't make 
contact with anybody else. A lot of heads-up driving going on over there. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's basically you block the entire racetrack. Once a car gets turned sideways and you're not right up against the outside wall, it's like halfway in the middle of the racetrack. The exit of pit road is also here at this very spot where that incident occurred. Had there been somebody coming off pit road, it would have been a, a terrible situation. But as it worked out, nobody was there. Everybody squeezed by, made the move, and uh, some heads-up driving by all the guys involved. Pit stops at lap number 114 for all of the race leaders. It'll be Mark Martin leading the troops along pit road. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Well, the crew's here on the mid part of pit road coming to work. Four tires this time for Terry Labonte. It looks like a minute a two-tire stop for Dale Earnhardt. He was away quickly. Jeff Gordon gets out just in front of him. More stops further up pit road. Bobby gets eases into his stall as Terry Labonte does pull away. The leader's now pulling away. Joe Nemechek, who had to make a second stop because they had the wrong air pressure. Ward Burke pulls away. He got four tires. Now Bobby Labonte does pull away along with Jeff Burton and the rest of the leaders. Now down to Marty Snyder. Jimmy Spencer was in 10.6 seconds on the two-tire stop, stop for those guys. They took four last time, two this time. Everybody that took four last time had to take two. Jeremy Mayfield took four as well as Dick Trickle and Kyle Petty on this end of pit road. Jim Phillips. Jim checking on a story. He'll be back with us in just a moment. It looks like Jimmy Spencer is going to win the race off pit road over Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Ricky Rudd, and Ted Musgrave. Those drivers, we believe, all getting two tires on their stops. We'll follow up on that in just a moment. Under the caution, the second one of the Las Vegas 400, lap number 114 of 267. Jimmy Spencer's become the eighth different leader of today's Las Vegas 400, a two-tire stop by the Travis Carter Racing Team. Winston Crew gets him off pit road with the race lead over Jeff. Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Ricky Rudd, and Ted Musgrave will update the complete standings for you and have the restart in just a moment. Back at Las Vegas under the second caution of the Las Vegas 400. Actually about to wrap it up. We're about uh, two-thirds of a lap away from the restart. Jimmy Spencer, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Ricky Rudd, and Ted Musgrave. All five with just right side tires on their caution flag pit stops. Come out with the first five spots in line. Then it'll be Dale Jarrett in sixth, Bill Elliott in seventh, Rusty Wallace eighth, Terry Labonte in ninth, and Bobby Labonte in tenth. Eleventh will be Greg Sachs. With Ward Burton in 12th, Mark Martin in 13th, Dick Trickle 14th, and Joni Macek 15th. The rest of the top 20, Ken Schrader, Kyle Petty, Kenny Wallace, Michael Waltrip, and John Andretti. The rest of the top 25, Chad Little, Jeff Burton, Bobby Hamilton, Brett Bodine, and Rick Mast. Others on the lead lap include Sterling Marlin, Johnny Benson, Robert Presley, Jeff Bodine, Jeremy Mayfield, and Kenny Irwin. Mayfield had to make a second pit stop under this caution because one of the tires was not quite tight enough. First time at the front of the field today for driver Jimmy Spencer. Let's see what he can do as the green flag goes back in the air and we come up to full racing speed. Right behind him rides about five cars that would like to overhaul him in turn one. The lap traffic is going to be the factor over in turn two. Ernie Irvin's the first of those lap cars. Swings to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. Spencer, though, now swings to the inside of him and goes after the lap traffic on the back straightaway. Spencer working on Ernie Irvin down the back chute as he heads into turn number three. Here's Jimmy Spencer looking to the low side, but Irvin is strong down the back chute. He holds on to lead lap status. Now the battle is going to be on for second as Dale Earnhardt looks to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Ernie Irvin on the tail end of one lap down, so he is nearly two laps down at this point, just in front of the race leader, Jimmy Spencer. The chase for second is Gordon and Earnhardt. They've got lap cars around them and one. Earnhardt draws in now on the rear deck of Jeff Gordon looking for a chance to get by. Lap cars now separating Earnhardt for the next car in line, which would be Ricky Rudd. Further
further back, Dale Jarrett and Ted Musgrave. They, too, buried in lap traffic. Going side by side there for position. Meanwhile, up front, everything single file. Here's Dale Earnhardt looking to the inside of Jeff Gordon once again. Can't do anything with him in turn number four. Dale Earnhardt's been moving up throughout the afternoon. Apparently, they've made several adjustments on that car because at the beginning of the race, he couldn't get uh, more than two or three spots on the field. Now it's even better. Here's Dale Jarrett almost about to stack them three wide going off into turn number one as they work over to Joe Moore in two. Ted Grossgrave makes the move to the inside of Ricky Rudd trying to grab a spot. Now contact as Jarrett gets into the rear of Musgrave. Musgrave goes up the banking to the inside. Goes Rusty Wallace three wide on the back stretch. Ricky Rudd, the big loser on that maneuver. He loses three positions as he has to check up hard. Here comes Bill Elliott to the inside of Rudd. Now Terry Labonte, five positions go by the wayside for Ricky Rudd. The bull rush to the inside of Rudd and Musgrave as they had to check up off of turn number two it's cost them several spots. Dale Jarrett, Rusty Wallace, both getting by both those drivers. Now Musgrave falls back in line with Bill Elliott just behind him. Musgrave in sixth. Musgrave holds his line down on the inside of the racetrack as Elliott climbs up, tries to pull to his outside and make the pass. Behind them, Ricky Rudd now up in the top ten, working the heavy traffic going around the car. Kenny Irwin. And Musgrave digs in on the inside, but it's to no avail. Here's Elliott getting around the outside of Ted Musgrave. Ricky Rudd moves the outside of another machine. Also, Terry Labonte caught in lap traffic as well. Had a lot of contact between that group of traffic back there from about seventh position on. Ricky Rudd, as we said, the big loser in that encounter over there going off turn number two. Terry Labonte working around the outside, trying to get a little closer to the front pack over in turn one. Terry's up to the ninth position now, getting around some of the lap traffic. First he got by Kevin LePage, now pulls to the outside of the Derek Cope car. He clears that machine. Now it goes after Ricky Rudd on the back stretch. Right on the inside, on the outside, Terry Labonte side by side, down the back straight array, racing into turn number three. Labonte moves around the outside of Ricky Rudd. He'll pick up the position in turn four. About 12 laps away from the halfway point of the race at the midway mark. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR, will pass out the $10,000 Gatorade front runner award to the driver leading at that point. That's 12 laps from now. The field's in one. Jimmy Spencer still holds the top spot. First contest will be for the fourth position. Rusty Wallace, after getting clear of all the traffic, now is up on the rear deck of Dale Jarrett, looking for a chance to move by him. Working on Jarrett off the second corner. Single file down the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace bashes the gas now feathers off again on the entrance of turn number three, but Dale Jarrett is strong, holds on to his position as they race off four. The furious racing is going on from about 11th position on back as they work their way out of turn number four. That's where Mark Martin, Dick Trickle, Ward Burton, Greg Sachs, Kenny Schrader, and Kyle Petty are all locked up door to door, working their way across the start-finish line and heading back into turn number one. Let's follow that one because something could give real easy in that pack of traffic. Mark Martin opens a lane first on the outside of Steve Grissom, sees some racing room even higher as he goes to the outside of Lake Speed. Further back, Dick Trickle knocking on the door as well. He'll squeeze to the outside off turn two. Mark Martin working on speed again, coming off the second corner, down the back straightaway. He'll dive down to the inside at turn number three. Lake Speed yields the inside lane. Here comes Martin to the bottom. I think one thing we found in this particular stretch of the race is that two tires is not a bad way to go in terms of performance. Now, we haven't run an entire fuel load on just two tires to see how that'll work out, but in a short run like we've had between the last couple of caution flags, that look like the cars that just got two are giving up anything to the race leaders. Field is off a of two, headed down the back straightaway. Jimmy Spencer with a pretty good advantage on the rest of the field as he races into turn number three. Jeff Gordon back in the second position, also with about ten car lengths on Dale Earnhardt, who sits third. And that's about to change at the front of the field. Jimmy Spencer had a big lead a moment ago of almost two and a half seconds. It's shortened up now to a couple of car lengths over in turn three. Yeah, Mark Martin and Rusty Wallace, or I should say Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett are really bearing down on them. They haven't been shuffling in and out of the draft. They've been running together, and now they're running him down, coming off turn four. Remember, Spencer got just right side tires on the last pit stop while 
Wallace and Jarrett got four. As we go farther into this run, Joe Moore, looks like that's beginning to affect Spencer's car. Wallace definitely closing in. Spencer starting to wash up the banking a little more than the other two drivers are doing. The other two being able to hold their cars down on the inside lane. They close in even more down in turn three. Bearing down on Spencer, heading down into turn number three. Here's Spencer diving down to the bottom. Rusty Wallace only about three car lengths in arrears now as they race into turn four. And Jimmy may have a problem. Earlier this afternoon, we were talking about how good his car was sticking at the bottom of the racetrack. Just watched him come through three and four. He came up almost two grooves from the bottom of the speedway. If he isn't able to hold it down there with, with those new tires on Rusty and Dale Jarrett, they should be able to work underneath him. Let's see if they do in turn two. Once again, here's Jimmy Spencer entering turn one, going into turn number two, taking a real high arc. It opens up the inside lane for Rusty, at least to take a look down the inside, although he does not pull up alongside this time. Battle for the lead tightens up even more. Coming into turn number three, here's Spencer now with Rusty Wallace fully in his rearview mirror. Wallace dives to the bottom, goes for the lead in turn four. Rusty tries to run underneath Spencer, can't get it done off the corner. Farther back, another spot for Jeff Burton. He's just taken eighth away from Terry Labonte this last lap by. At the head of the pack, Spencer, Wallace, and Jarrett for the race lead into one. Just about nose to tail this time coming into the corner, and Rusty is close enough to strike this time. Here's Spencer taking the wide arc, and Rusty dives down low and goes to the lead. Dale Jarrett trying to go along with Rusty on the inside of the racetrack, but can't get it done on the exit of the corner. Here's Spencer defending the low lane. Jarrett can't move to the inside. Now, Spencer up the banking. Here comes Jarrett. Jimmy just cannot keep that car down at the bottom of the racetrack. It's cost him the lead. It's cost him second place now as Dale Jarrett gets him coming through turns three and four. So it's Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett as they work their way back to the corner. Jimmy Spencer rides third. Motor Racing Network with live coverage of the inaugural Las Vegas 400 just after the midway point of the race, and Rusty Wallace is out in front of the event. Wallace led earlier on in the race for a few laps, back from lap 33 to 36. Now at lap 145, he has been out in front for a, a trio of circuits around, with Dale Jarrett hanging right there with him, just a couple of car lengths off his back bumper. The pretty good race for a position now among the top ten. is back where Ted Musgrave is trying to hang on to the seventh spot. Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Burton are with him off turn four. They've been running that way for the last four or five laps around. Musgrave had the advantage there for a while. Now, his, too, his car beginning to kick up a little bit in the corners. And Earnhardt tries to get underneath him as he goes back to turn one. Earnhardt rides the inside lane. That's where he's been doing the best all day. The other two take the high line. Ted Musgrave and Jeff Burton, who, remember, had to go to the rear of the field. He's worked his way all the way up now close to the top five. Earnhardt cuts it to the inside of Burton, coming off the second corner. Down the back straightaway, Burton keeps it high. He'll stay in the middle lane in turns three and four. Now he'll challenge Musgrave off the fourth turn. Burton on the rally back after falling back to 30th for a penalty for speeding exiting pit road earlier after he led the race going down pit road. He is going to sweep up to the outside of Ted Musgrave and take the sixth position away as he continues to work his way back toward the front of the field. Pick up the battle for the lead. It's still uh not Dale Jarrett hasn't taken a shot at him yet. He might do it this time in turn two. Well, it's because that uh, Rusty Wallace is taking such a high line in the corner. It opens up the inside for Dale Jarrett to take a look, and it must be hard to resist the temptation to drive down there and go for it. Although Dale does, he falls back in behind the race leader. And this time Rusty coming into turn number three. Likewise, digs in at the bottom. Dale can't take a shot at him there as well. So Dale Jarrett for now running right in the tire tracks of Rusty Wallace. They are closing a little bit on Ernie Irvin, who's been hoping for a caution flag after he got himself on the tail end of one lap down, earning a little bit of trouble of going back again. Two laps down to the race leader. Leaders right down to the inside lane of the racetrack. Rusty Wallace this time not going quite as wide. Dale Jarrett behind him. They're both about ten car lengths behind the lap car of Ernie Irvin. Drafting off the second corner all the way to the outside wall. Now back to the inside heading into turn number three. Rusty Wallace works well at the bottom of the racetrack. Dale Jarrett can do nothing with him. Takes a shot at the bottom but 
Nothing doing in turn four. We were talking uh, when we came on the air about Rusty Wallace, this being his kind of racetrack. If, if a racetrack demands handling in a car, really finding different lines, getting things done on the race car. Rusty's one of the best in the business at getting it done. And he's not a bit bashful about telling the team to take everything out from under that car, do something totally radical or whatever to see if it works. And they'll usually keep working until they do come up with a combination. He still hangs onto the lead. Dale Jarrett showing a lot of patience for the moment. We're not putting the move on him. And I think probably perhaps the reason they're not racing door-to-door, Alan, is because they're putting daylight on Jimmy Spencer, Mark Martin, and Bill Elliott, the third, fourth, and fifth place cars. Elliott's got his hands full for the moment. Here comes Jeff Burton up to his inside off of turn number four to challenge him for the fifth position while Dale Jarrett takes a peek around Rusty Wallace and falls back in line. Burton has to do the same thing behind Elliott. They race for the fifth spot in line back to turn one. Bill Elliott comes into the corner first, drives it down to the inside lane, then washes way up the banking. Here's the inside open up for Jeff Burton, trying to break himself into the front five. He pulls even momentarily, but now falls back in line. Single file down the back straightaway. Burton waiting to see what happens in turn number three, and Elliott again drives it up the banking. Here comes Burton to the bottom of the racetrack, side by side off turn four. Work their way up off the corner. Jeff Burton underneath Bill Elliott. Again, this for the fifth position while Dale Jarrett continues to follow Rusty Wallace for the lead. Burton by a fender at the stripe. Elliott still tough on the outside as the race lead goes in two. Dale Jarrett swings around on the outside and Rusty Wallace gets a fender out in front, but Rusty's still hanging tough. Drag race down the back straightaway into turn number three. Dale Jarrett eases around the outside, tries to squeeze back down in line. Here comes Rusty battling back to the inside in turn four. Rusty checked up just a little bit going into the corner. Didn't want that car to get away. He's got too good a race car to put a wrinkle in it this early in the race, even though we're just a little bit past the halfway point. Dale Jarrett has grabbed the lead by two car lengths as they work their way back into turn one. This time holding the inside lane, Dale Jarrett gets halfway between turns one and two right at the apex and swings it wide. So the inside's open for Rusty Wallace. Rusty falls back in line, however, in the second spot. Can't take advantage coming off turn number two. Now waiting to see again what happens to Jarrett in turn three. But Dale Jarrett is strong at the bottom of the track. Now opens up the inside lane. Rusty takes a shot in the fourth corner but can't get it done. So Dale Jarrett takes over the race lead with Rusty Wallace now second. Jimmy Spencer running third begins to see Mark Martin close quickly on him in fourth. At farther back Jeff Burton has taken fifth away from Bill Elliott who now falls to sixth. Dale Earnhardt is seventh. Ted Musgrave eighth. Now racing for the ninth, tenth and eleventh spots. You've got Ricky Rudd, Ward Burton and Kenny Wallace. Those drivers single file to the corner. See what Ward Burton can do with Ricky Rudd coming into the turn. He squeezes his Pontiac down to the inside of the racetrack as Ricky gives him plenty of racing room and the Pontiac and Ford race side by side off turn number two. Ward gets a bit of an advantage on the back straightaway. Side by side down the back straightaway heading into turn number three. Ward Burton digs in at the bottom. He'll blow by Ricky Rudd. Rudd drops down to the inside and follows Burton off the corner in four. That would be for 10th place as Ward Burton hangs on to it. Kenny Wallace having a decent run in the first part of the event here this afternoon. He fell way back. They made a few adjustments on the car. Kenny's crew did a good job on pit road to get him back out there. He currently rides in 11th position. Terry Labonte is now sitting 12th. Johnny Benson falling back to 13th. He's done a good job of bouncing back also. Jeremy Mayfield sits 14th. Chad Little is 15th. Then Michael Waltrip is 16th. Dick Crickle is 17th. Jeff Gordon 18th. Bobby Labonte 19th. And Rick Mass. That takes us back through 20th. Tough luck for Joe Nemechek. The race leaders have just come by his outside and put him a lap down. Nemechek leading five laps earlier in the event and running among the top 10 most of the day. Doesn't quite appear to be up to full power. Winston Kelly, something amiss there? 
Yeah, they've uh, got a little bit of a miss in the motor. They're not sure whether it's a spark plug wire loose or something wrong with the fuel pickup. They're hoping it's a loose spark plug wire, obviously. They hope it's not in the engine compartment, but it's missing right now. They're hoping to get a caution flag so they can come down pit road and check it out. We're about 14 laps away from what would be another round of green flag pit stops, should we not see the caution. Here's Steve Grissom making an early move to pit road at lap 160. Let's check down on pit road now. We're in uh, Dale Jarrett's pit with Todd Parrott. He's up on the ladder to see if he can get down here. He's talking to his brother Brad right now about some strategy, and uh, they're going to talk about what they're going to do on this uh, next round of pit stops, and we'll see if we can ease in on this conversation. Even though the weather's been a little bit different today, Todd, you seem to hit a solid setup. Yeah, I think the car's pretty good, Jim. You know, we're just fine-tuning it every little stop. You know, a little half a pound here, half a pound there. Right now it's looking pretty good. Hope the sun comes out and gets hot and slick like it did out in Phoenix. How about the, as far as the gasoline, how many more stops do it take to complete this race? I think right now we've got to stop about two more times. So that's a story from Todd Parrott, the race leaders, Dale Jarrett's crew chief. It's Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace, the race leaders in lap traffic now. They have just moved around Robert Presley and put him a lap down. Ditto for Sterling Marlin. He has gone a lap down. Now Wally Dallin back just in front of the leaders. And Ernie Irvin still hanging in there on the tail end of one lap down. He has managed to stay in front of Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace and the others that have been leading the event, but not managed to get the caution flag he needs to make one of those laps up around on this racetrack. Well, the leaders are in pretty heavy traffic down in turn number one. Let's see what happens as they try to negotiate their way over through one and two. Pretty daring move by Rusty Wallace. Dove down to the inside of Wally Dollin back and at the same time had to go to the outside of Hutt Strickland's slower car. Great move. He hangs on to the second spot. All clear for the leaders now as they head down the back straightaway, but more lap traffic ahead, about 15 car lengths in front of them. Here's Rusty again taking a shot at Dale Jarrett. Jarrett strong in the middle of the banking. He can't complete the pass. Well, Rusty not able to make the move yet, and Jarrett hangs on to the top spot farther back. You've got uh, Ted Musgrave having moved around Dale Earnhardt for a position there. That'll be the seventh spot Musgrave is in. Earnhardt back to eighth. And now a good race for the ninth, tenth, and eleventh spots. Ward Burton in ninth with Kenny Wallace right behind him and Ricky Rudd. Just a couple of more car lengths back now as Kenny Wallace looks to move up around Ward Burton. They go off to turn one. Kenny won't get the opportunity this time because Ward drives right down to the bottom of the racetrack. No room there and that's where Kenny wanted to move. He'll fall in behind Ward Burton's Pontiac and follow the tire tracks down to turn three. Burton pulls him off two down the back straightaway heading towards turn number three. Kenny Wallace looking to the high side this time as Ward Burton dives down to the bottom but Kenny can't make it happen on the top of the banking as they race single file off fourth corner. Both those drivers wanting to come out of here with a really good run and get those teams turned around in the right direction beginning the 1998 season. 169 laps go up on the scoreboard and uh, I forgot when we're going to be looking for pit stops. What eight or, eight or nine laps? About another five or so laps would be 60 from the point that most of the leaders stopped. Here's a move to pit road by Bobby Labonte. This will be at lap number 170 for the race leaders. They'll put a lap on Bobby as he comes to pit road. Just now, the leaders coming across the start-finish line and Labonte motoring his way toward his pit stall. Steve Grissom was in a couple of moments ago for a green flag stop, so the first moves to pit road. Jeff Burton is now the race leader as he stays on the racetrack. Another trip around, so Burton cycles back to the front. Bill Elliott peels off. He will come to pit road now. This would be at lap 173. Ward Burton and Kenny Wallace will follow Bill Elliott in. Let's go to Marty 
Snyder. A long pit stop for Jimmy Spencer, 32 seconds. They had trouble. They let a tire get away. Then they couldn't get the left rear on. They had a lot of trouble on Jimmy Spencer's stop. Kyle Petty was in. They've had problems with the car overheating. They're not getting the power on the front straightaway that they want to. Also in, Dick Trickle and Jeremy Mayfield. Jeremy's car running very well. Remember, he had to come up through the pack. He's back towards the top 10 now. They're awfully happy with the Jeremy Mayfield car. Well, it's a tough break for Jimmy Spencer after having a great run. Maybe a shot to win here this afternoon. Now to have to play catch-up in the final part of this race and hopefully get back up there and be in contention to win. And we're looking to see if Mark... Martin is still on the racetrack. Mark is still on the racetrack, and he will become the race leader. Let's go cover Jeff Burton's stop. Here comes Burton's crew around the right side, changing the right side tires. They are going to make a chassis adjustment this time. The changing lights, the first cut of 76 fuel is in. They're going to change all four. They have the tires ready to roll in on the left side, so it's going to be four for Jeff Burton. Here's Mark Martin finally coming onto pit road right now. He'll give up the lead. He'll make his pit stop at lap 176 as he crosses the stripe and works his way down in toward Jim Phillips. Here comes Mark Martin. Uh, last time they've, uh, well, the first time they had about a 24.5 second stop. Not a great stop by Mark Martin's crew standard. This time they'll try to do better. Right behind him is Derek Cope as Ernie Irvin peels out of the pits in the Zimmerman's Pontiac to change the right side tires on Cope's car. They'll make the chassis adjustment on his Pontiac. Now around the left side. Left side tires going on Mark Martin's car. We're on lap 175. These pit stops and Martin is down. A lot better stop for Mark Martin this time at 18.8 seconds. Dale Earnhardt led for a lap, and now he comes to pit road, so that puts Terry Labonte into the top spot. Labonte now working his way back up to the race lead. Let's cover the Dale Earnhardt pit stop. Now they're completing work on the right side of the car. Now they wheel around to the left. Jack Lewis and Craig Lund changing the tires as Mike Moore gets it pumped up. David Rogers puts the tires in place. Danny Lawrence puts the second can of 76 racing gasoline in. You can hear him go away in the background. 19.13 seconds. Ward Burton was on pit road a couple of laps ago. A little bit longer than we would have expected. Just over 22 seconds. So they had a little bit of problem on that pit stop. Now Terry Labonte comes down pit road. The crew going to go to work on the right side of the Kellogg Chevrolet. Looks like it'll be a routine four-tire stop for Terry Labonte. Now these are scheduled pit stops. They're coming under green flag conditions, and now just about all the front runners have been on pit road. I don't believe Jeff Bodine's been in, has he? Jeff Bodine is the race leader. He's not been on pit road yet for the moment. Uh, some stop-and-go penalties going to be assessed for cars speeding, leaving pit road. We'll update you there in just a moment. believe Wally Dallenbach is going to be one of those tagged for that. And here comes Jeff Bodine giving up the race lead off of turn four now. So he makes his stop at what will be lap 178 for the race leader. And that should cycle Rusty Wallace back around at the top of the leaderboard as we went green flag through the set of stops. It'll be Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, and then uh, should be Terry Labonte and Mark Martin will be next in line. We'll update you after everything cycles completely around. But for the moment, let's cover the Jeff Fodine pit stop. And the car up on the right side is going to be a routine stop. Don't see any chassis adjustment yet. They're going to drop the car now. 76 Racing Gasoline in by Clayton Hughes. Rick Vandenberger cranks the car up on the left side. John Newmeyer and Rich Wolski changing the left side tires. They complete the stop. The gasoline in. 20.56 seconds for Jeff Bodine. Jeff Bodine down and away will go back onto the speedway. This is going to jumble up the standings, uh, making stops under green. Jimmy Spencer, who had been leading a great deal of this race early this afternoon, had fallen back to about third or fourth position, makes an extended pit stop. It's going to drop Jimmy way back in the running order to where he will have to play catch up the rest of the day and just hopefully even get back up there now for maybe at least a top five finish. 
Now, the only one of the cars on the racetrack that has not made his visit to pit road would be Joe Nemechek. Remember, Joe had gone a lap down to the race lead earlier under the green with an engine that was kind of missing, and now he is still on the racetrack, not yet having visited pit road. So Nemechek shows up on the leaderboard in third position, though we expect he'll stop within the next couple of laps. So it'll be Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, then Joe Nemechek, Mark Martin, and Bill Elliott. Those will be the top five. Here's Wally Dallenbach for a stop-and-go penalty for speeding, leaving pit road. And here's a big puff of smoke from behind Kenny Wallace's car. In turn number four, Kenny heading back to pit road. That did not look good when he came off the racetrack. Be a very heartbreaking moment there for Kenny, who was running in the lead lap among the top 15 until his car now doesn't even go to his pit stall, just goes straight behind the wall into the garage. And a bad break for Kenny Wallace, who it looks like is going to be out of the race after having a fine run through the first two-thirds of this Las Vegas 400. Yeah, really a tough break for Kenny and his team. 181 laps are on the scoreboard at round of pit stops now. Rusty Wallace comes out the leader. Dale Jarrett sits second. Mark Martin is third. Joe Nemechek that we talked about yet to pit. He will be posted fourth. Bill Elliott sits fifth. Jeff Burton is sixth. Seventh is Ted Musgrave. Dale Earnhardt moves back up into eighth position. Johnny Benson's done a great job overcoming his adversity a little earlier this afternoon to work himself back up into ninth position. And Jimmy Spencer is now being shown in tenth. I, did, I was figuring Spencer would be even further back than that after that uh, long stop on pit road a moment ago. Well, I think because uh, of the, the way the field was spread out before four of the stops. I think that allowed him to not lose as much ground as it might have been if he had that kind of pit stop with the pack all bunched tightly together. So uh, Spencer may be getting a good break there. We'll have to wait and see. Wally Dallenbach has been assessed his stop and go penalty for speeding leaving pit road. That puts Wally back in 42nd position now, dropping him three laps behind the race leader. After he got back up to speed, he was already down, uh, not on the lead lap before that series of green flag stops. Out of the racetrack, Rusty Wallace got his hands full trying to get around Jeff Bodine and put Bodine a lap down. They're headed down the back straightaway off into turn number three. A little bit of contact coming down the back straightaway, Allen, and now Jeff Bodine still hangs on on the outside groove. Rusty Wallace on the inside, racing off turn four. They ride door to door out of the corner. Let's see if they get into each other coming out of that turn. Nope, they get a little close, but not that. But still, Rusty's not able to put Jeff a lap down as he is just determined to stay on the lead lap if he can as they work their way back to turn one. Jeff stays up alongside, and he is in the outside lane. Rusty Wallace still dead even with him coming back into turn number two. They make their way up off the corner. Here's Rusty coming up the banking, nearly making contact. Jeff goes a little bit wider. They are still dead even. Dale Jarrett trying to take advantage of this situation as those two go side by side. Dale Jarrett is knocked off about seven car lengths and now he's in contention for the lead as they race off turn four. Rusty Wallace still trying to press around Jeff Bodine put the 24th place driver one lap down. Bodine now hanging tough as Wallace with Jarrett on his his bumper feels that heat as they go into the corner. Wallace drives in real deep this time. Gets a fender out in front of Jeff Bodine. Jeff does all he can to try to stay up on the outside lane. But looks like this time the advantage is going to go to Rusty Wallace. He holds the inside groove. Here's Jeff Bodine pulling even again. Grappling for lead lap status is Jeff Bodine as he swings to the top of the banking in turn number three. He gets out in front of Rusty Wallace. Now here comes Jarrett right on Wallace's back bumper off four. Yeah, he's got to kind of watch and make sure that Dale Jarrett doesn't duck by. Finally, Jeff will get in front of the leader and I guess Rusty said well you know this is no point in pressing this thing at this stage of the race so at lap 186 they settle in with still Rusty hanging on to the lead Dale Jarrett riding second and Mark Martin third 
Approaching the 300-mile mark in today's Las Vegas 400 Motor Racing Network live at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway watching Rusty Wallace lead the event with Dale Jarrett right behind him. Mark Martin closing quickly from behind and Jeff Bodine still staying on the tail end of the lead lap. One car out of the race at this point. Marty Snyder is with its driver. Well, sitting at the back of the transporter with Kenny Wallace and a car that had a great run going and what happened? Well, we blew up, just plain and simple. Uh, you know, maybe a part failure. Keith Allman gives me great motors. I want to thank him. You know, he's been on board the first time this year. But, uh, you know, what a day for the Squirty car. Uh, car ran awesome, meant a lot to me. So, uh, you know, just shame to come all the way out of the West Coast. You know, and we had a bad set of tires at the first. I thought I had a flat. And then we come from, like, last up to eighth there. So it was a great feeling. But, uh, you know, once again, we just uh, we can't get we can't get consistent. You know, you think that, uh, you know, you're doing everything it takes to show your stuff, and then you have a part failure. So, you know, uh, you just go on to Atlanta next week and try to get them again. You just keep trying to knock on the door. Well, what looked to be a consistent and uh, what looked to be a promising day for Kenny Wallace is uh, now done. Well, at least they had it turned around going in the right direction there for a while. Car very competitive in the first part of the race, but now Kenny's in the garage. We're taking a look at John Andretti and Richard Petty's STP Pontiac as he goes off into the corner. Seems like as he just as he gets into the turn, see a little puff of smoke come out from under the car as he works over toward Joe Moore. Yeah, it doesn't going into the turn. I've noticed that the last few laps, Marty, as he comes up off the corner, it does not seem to be quite evident. But uh, going into the turn, we have seen that for the last few laps. Obviously a problem developing for the STP Pontiac. Yeah, it looks like when John lifts off the throttle entering the corner and that engine does its big old wind down, if you will, that that's when the smoke billows out from behind that. So we'll keep an eye on it, as are the NASCAR officials, and make sure the problem for Andretti doesn't get any worse. Mark Martin's on the charge. He was a distant third a little while ago to the front two, Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett. Now he is closing rapidly down to about just five car lengths behind Jarrett now on the lead trio with some lap traffic ahead of them. Mark Martin continues winding in on those cars as they continue working behind the lap traffic. Jeff O'Dine still rides just in front of Rusty Wallace. Only two car lengths back to Dale Jarrett. Now just a car length back to the third place man. And Mark Martin continues to chop down the distance, down the back straightaway heading into turn number three. Here's Jarrett moving to the middle of the banking. Martin looks though, tries to get the pass done in turn four. Can't do it there. Just about two or three car lengths between first, second, and third as they work out of the corner. About to catch some more traffic although Rusty has chased Jeff Bonine for the last 40 laps trying to put him a lap down. you got to give a call to Jeff Bonine. Jeff uh, got a little age on him, and but he's proven today and to me all the time that he can still get the job done in that race car. He wants to stay on that lead lap and have a chance to continue adjusting on that car and begin the hunt for a top finish. Meantime, second place being challenged on the backstretch. Martin dives to the inside of the racetrack. Dale Jarrett goes up high. The lane opens up for Martin on the entrance of turn number three. They're dead even side by side in four. Mark Martin at the bottom of the speedway. Post it right down there. Now we'll try to dive underneath him, get a run coming off the corner from Dale Jarrett and take second spot away from him. He won't be able to do it. Dale comes bouncing back hard on the outside, really standing at the throttle, taking it down to turn one. Now Mark Martin gets the advantage, though, driving it in deep in the corner. Looked like he was going to blow by, but Jarrett rallies back in the outside lane. That race continues with the second spot. They're just a car length off the rear deck of Rusty Wallace. Still side-by-side, -side, traffic ahead, racing down the back chute into turn number three. 
Here's Martin digging in once again on the entrance of the third corner. Jarrett stays up high. Martin with a slight advantage off the fourth turn. John Andretti turns his car into the garage as they run door-to-door -door for the second spot. Mark Martin inside. Dale Jarrett outside. Just behind Rusty Wallace, who has two lap cars ahead of him as they go to turn one. Two Fords continue to duke it out, coming back to turn number one. Here's Mark Martin down to the inside groove as Dale Jarrett drifts a little bit wide this time. Obviously a little wider than he wanted to because Mark gets by and goes after the lead. Completes the pass, Drops back in line, puts the intimidation on for the race lead now. Here's Wallace down to the inside of Bobby Labonte, trying to put him a lap down. Wallace dives down to the bottom. Martin falls his tire tracks off turn four. Three cars at the front of the field. A slip by either one, and either one of those three could suddenly be the leader here in the Las Vegas 400. But Rusty Wallace maintains a straight line, gets underneath Bobby Labonte, and for the moment, the two chasing him have to tuck back in single file in turn one. Mark Martin falls in line behind Rusty Wallace. Both those cars using the inside lane. Then third place, Dale Jarrett following the those two. Here's Martin breaking out of the draft to the inside. He's going for the lead. Martin pulls back the trigger, gets ready to fire, but can he get it done on the back straightaway? No. Wallace dives down to the bottom, holds out of the race lead, but Martin is there. Dives down to the inside in turn four. Mark digging low off the corner as they've cleared the lap car, the now lapped car of Bobby Labonte, and Mark Martin draws alongside Rusty Wallace. Dead heat at the stripe. Wallace by a foot as they exit the tri-oval. Now Martin draws even again into one. Like he just kicked in the afterburner and jumped out of the end side of the racetrack. Mark Martin powers by, gets the lead. Now Rusty's got to worry about uh, the man behind him. It's Dale Jarrett on the charge from third. Jarrett drops in line behind him as they race down the back straightaway, heading into the third corner. No traffic for now. Here's Jarrett looking low, but Wallace works the low side as well. He shuts down the lane in the fourth turn. Uh, a couple of car lengths again between first, second, and third. This time they just hold their line out of turn number four, head back down to the stripe and work their way back to turn number one. It's Rusty in the lead. Uh, correct me on that. Mark Martin in the lead. Rusty, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Bill Elliott make up your top five as the front three continue to stick together. Let's take a look a little bit deeper into the rundown now as we've hit the 300-mile mark of this event. Beyond the top five, you've got Bill Elliott in sixth. Uh, with Dale Earnhardt in 7th, Johnny Benson 8th, Jeremy Mayfield ninth, and Jimmy Spencer 10th. Michael Waltrip in a backup car after starting in the last row is up to the 11th spot. With Terry Labonte 12th, Ricky Rudd 13th, 14th is Chad Little and Ward Burton also in a, uh, Chad Little also in a backup car by the way. So let's give him some credit as well. He's in 14th and you've got Ward Burton in 15th. 16th is Rick Mass, Jeff Gordon is 17th, 18th is Kyle Petty, Dick Trickle is 19th, Jeff Bodine in 20th is the last driver on the lead lap. One lap down in 21st are uh, Bobby Labonte and Ken Schrader in 22nd. Got Kenny Irwin in 23rd, Bobby Hamilton 24th and Brett Bodine 25th, Robert Presley in 26th, Sterling Marlin in 27th, Greg Saxon 28th and Ricky Craven in 29th. Two laps down in 30th is uh, Kevin LePage. With Ernie Urban in 31st, Mike Skinner in 32nd, Joni Macek in 33rd, Lake Speed in 34th, and Derek Cope in 35th. Also, Steve Grissom in 36th, Jeff Green in 37th, and David Green in 38th. All those drivers two laps down. Three laps down is Darrell Waltrip in 39th, Wally Dallenbach four laps down in 40th. John Andretti's just gone behind the wall along with Kenny Wallace. Hutch Strickland has been behind the wall earlier in the race, and he is right now running in 43rd position. Let's go to the garage and get a word from John Andretti. Well, John, uh, back here, and what puts you out, John? Well, I'm um, not quite sure. I think uh, I think I might have burned a piston, and um, it's unfortunate. At, about halfway through the the second run, the car got real tight, and and a lot of smoke was coming in the car, and I think it was just gradually losing power, and finally it just it quit running and cut, really started smoking bad. So NASCAR black flagged us. So. 
I mean, you can't you can't get it to stop smoking now, so you got to come in and quit and load up the STB Pontiac and go to Atlanta. That's John Andretti done for the day. We saw that smoke, and they, they think it's a burnt piston on the uh, 43 car. Tough day for John Andretti here. They thought they could run really good and had a decent car, but once it all goes away, your day is done. MRN Radio with live coverage of the inaugural Las Vegas 400 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Glad that you've joined us today. Alan Bestwick here along with Barney Hall. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder are in the pit and garage areas. Joe Moore and Fred Armstrong cover the corners for us today. We're just past the 300-mile mark. We have had 21 lead changes among 10 different drivers in the event, and only two caution flags have slowed the race. The first at lap 88 when Kenny Irwin spun off turn four. The second at lap 113 when Jeff Green spun off of turn Turn two, both drivers not hitting anything or anyone. And we have continued on for the most part under the green this afternoon with what's been a fairly competitive race. Ernie Irvin bringing his car in for a pit stop. Ricky Craven also bringing his machine down to the attention of his crew, getting ready to go back onto the speedway as they would be scheduled stops for these two teams. 209 laps are up on the scoreboard. It's Mark Martin, Dale Jarrett, Rusty Wallace, Jeff Burton, and Ted Musgrave, the top five. A couple of guys having a good run here this afternoon. Kenny Irvin doing a good job despite the fact that he spun out up there in turn number four early in the event. He's worked his way all the way back up to 23rd. Had a good day today for Chad Little also. Chad uh, driving the backup car after a crash in the Saturday morning practice. Chad with a new crew chief this week. Jeff Hammond signing on with the John Deere team to work with Skip Eiler who will may, uh, continue his role as the team's chassis specialist and car chief and they are trying to uh, move the program forward a little bit you could say and right now today having a great run here at Las Vegas. Again after starting in the back row in that backup car Chad Little right now on the lead lap and in the 12th position. Rusty Wallace's handling woes seem to be continuing. Jeff Burton has just swept around him into the number uh, three position. So Burton up to third and Wallace back to fourth. Johnny Benson now rounds out the top five. All this going on well behind the top two. They are Mark Martin and Dale Jarrett and those two drivers not anywhere near close together. Martin now having amassed a three-second lead on Jarrett at this point. Recently, he has put David Green, Kyle Petty, uh, and uh, also Ernie Irvin another lap down. And now going a lap down, Jeff Gordon, Dick Trickle, and Jeff Bodine all being overtaken by the race leaders. So Mark Martin setting a rather blistering pace here as we get uh, fairly late in a green flag run. We should see another set of pit stops in another 20 laps or so. Mark's another one that can find a good setup a lot of times on a flat-type racetrack. And once he does get the get it hooked up, he's pretty hard to deal with. And if he can keep this car working like it is right now going to be awfully hard to head him off at the pass as they say with 216 laps on the board they will make one more round of pit stops and that could determine who wins this thing real easy too and here comes jeff gordon onto pit road after being overtaken by the race leader a little while ago so gordon comes to pit road for a green flag stop at lap number 217 also getting a report of some smoke uh, from one car on the racetrack. It is from Dale Jarrett, Allen. He just bypassed us. Seems to be slowing a bit and smoke very visible from the rear of his Ford. Dale Jarrett slow in turn number three. Jeff Bodine overtakes him. Dick Trickle gaining on him. And yes, very visible smoke from Dale Jarrett. So troubles for Jarrett, who led a good portion of this race in its mid-stages. Now appearing to have things going a little bit sour on him as we're within the final 100 miles of the Las Vegas 400. And we've got a rash of pit stops going on right now down in front of Jim Phillips. We've got Dale Jarrett in here, Barney, and his engine is not running. They shut it off. The hood is being closed out on Jarrett's car. He sits calmly inside of the car. Bobby Labonte's been in. Rusty Wallace has been in. 
You're on lap 220 a little bit earlier than we expected, but these teams were going to have to make two pit stops anyway, so they're just coming in to get service a little bit earlier. Close call coming to pit road. Kyle Petty tried to get to the pits. David Green was down underneath him trying to overtake him off four. Kyle has to get going again and go back around. He could not make it to pit road that last lap by. Other pit stops under the green in front of Winston Kelly. And Ward Burton was just on pit road. 18.6 seconds, a good pit stop this time around. Routine four-tire stop, 76 Racing Gasoline. We look to see Dale Earnhardt on pit road here in the next four or five laps. And uh, also Steve Grissom has pitted the Kodiak car and will go back onto the racetrack. He's had a tough day here at Las Vegas, uh, kind of had to play catch-up most of the afternoon. Also, Steve is being shown all the way back in 40th position here at Las Vegas. 222 laps are on the scoreboard. We're winding down toward the finish. Finally, Kyle Petty gets a good line off turn number four and brings his Hot Wheels machine into the attention of his crew. Let's go over to Marty Snyder. Well, it's been a tough day for these guys. They've had an overheating problem most all day. They've been trying to take tape off the car, but just does not have the power down the straightaway. It will be a four-tire stop for Kyle Petty, and he has been loose also on this last run. They fixed that with some air pressure on this adjustment, and they put the left side tires on right now for Kyle Petty, and he is now down and away a 21-second. Whoa, they're holding him for a penalty here for speeding when he entered Pent Road. He looked like he was coming a little bit fast, so Kyle Petty, now a penalty. Just adds to the frustration of this face for these guys on Kyle Petty's crew. Yeah, what well, was a tough day. Just got a little bit worse there for Kyle, but he is now down and away and headed back onto the racetrack. They pushed Dale Jarrett's car back behind the wall. Very tough break for Jarrett, who was very much a contender to win this event, running in the second spot when things went sour for him a few laps back. Mark Martin right now has a 5.2-second lead on Jeff Burton, but Burton slows off turn four and comes to pit road. This will be at lap number 224. Burton will make a stop, so we will follow the Exide car now as he comes down to the attention of Frank Stoddard and the crew. Bobby Hamilton also coming to pit road for his uh, stop. Again, we don't think these will be the final pit stops. In, well, actually, uh, let's see, 267 laps in the race. So, yeah, these would be the final pit stops in the race for all of the race leaders. Let's cover the Jeff Burton stop. And they're going to work on the right side, Alan, changing right side tires. It looks routine so far. Not even a chassis adjustment on this stop so far. First cut of 70 fuel is in. Now they swing around the left side. And they're going to change all four tires on 225 laps into the race. They'll have to go 75 on the tank of gas. At the, oh, well, it's 267-lap race. So it should be the last one for Jeff Burton. And Mark Martin has built himself a huge lead here at Las Vegas this afternoon. Right now, Mark is almost a half a lap ahead of Johnny Benson, Ted Musgrave, Jeff Burton and Jeremy Mayfield, so uh, he's got her dialed in pretty good. Mark, though, still to make his trip to Pitt Road. Here are Dale Earnhardt, Bill Elliott, and uh, Jeremy Mayfield all coming in for their stops. These at lap number 226 for the race leader. Back to Winston Kelly. Now the Flying Ace is going to work on the right side of Dale Earnhardt's GM Goodrich Plus Chevrolet. They're going to wheel around now to the left side of the car. Mike Moore cranking it up. Craig Lund changing that front tire, getting assistance on the rear. He'll change the rear tire. Jack Lewis changes the front. They put in the second can of gasoline. You can hear Dale Earnhardt go away behind us. 19.6 seconds to stop for Dale Earnhardt. Here's Mark Martin coming down to the start-finish line. He'll stay on the racetrack for another lap around, so put 227 on the board for Mark, who continues to hold a commanding lead over Johnny Benson at this point. Benson running second, Chad Little third. 
fourth will be Jimmy Spencer. Michael Waltrip will be fifth. Again, all of this subject to shuffle here, but some of those drivers yet to make a final trip to pit road. Here, in fact, is Chad Little slowing off turn four, and he will bring the uh, John Deere Ford to pit road for uh, some service here. And now Mark Martin slows in turn four. The race leader will come in as he concludes his 228th trip around the racetrack. Mark Martin with his pit stall all the way down in the turn one end of pit road. So he's got a little bit to go before he'll get to it and come to the attention of his crew. And uh, Johnny Benson spinning, trying to get to pit road. Does a 360 into the grass in the trioval, but continues away without hitting anything. And let's cover the, the Mark Martin pit stop. We go to pit lane, brought to you by the McDonald's drive-thru. And the Mark Martin crew goes to work on the right side, changing right side tires. First can of 76 fuel is in. It's lap 228 for the Martin stop. They have the left side tires ready. They're going to change all four tires. They come around the left side. They jack up the left side of the Babylon Ford. The new tires will be going on right now. Martin looking for a stop anywhere throughout 18 seconds. He got 18.9 out of his crew this time. That should move up into the lead right now. Jimmy Spencer, Mark, having made his pit stop and going back onto the racetrack as he really smokes those tires, getting off pit road and back onto the speedway. Johnny Benson is in. He's looped that car around, as Alan said, kind of locked her down up there, and it turned around on him in the entrance to pit road. He's just pulling away in front of Jim Phillips also. Benson got four tires, Marty, after he collected himself. Drew did a nice job. It was routine. Four tires, two cans of 70, well, maybe a can and a half of 76 fuel as Ricky Rudd comes down the pit lane to get service from his crew. Other stops in front of Marty Snyder. Jimmy Spencer was in. They were tight that last run, but remember earlier when they took two tires, it loosened them up, so they only took two tires and didn't make any adjustments on that pit stop. Michael Waltrip now down and away. He took four tires in gasoline. That's the pit stops for Jimmy Spencer and Michael Waltrip. And a 15-second penalty for uh, to Michael Waltrip for speeding entering the pit road. Going to cost him some track position here in the closing laps. Terry Labonte took over the race lead once Mark Martin pitted. Now Terry is on pit road for his stop. Let us go uh, cover that now. And the crew now working on the right side of that car. Just leaving pit road was Ricky Rudd. He had an 11-second pit stop. They just changed right side tires, make a, made a slight track bar adjustment. Now the Terry Labonte Kellogg's crew wheels around to the left side of that car. Dave Denning pumps it up. Mike Bumgarner and Kevin Gilman changing the tires. Jeff Torrance puts in the second can of 76 Racing Gasoline. 20.59 seconds, the four-tire stop for Terry Levani. And Dick Trickle will give up his seventh position spot on the racetrack to make his schedule pit stop and go back onto the racetrack. And that's going to move Rick Mast up into the lead with still some more pit stops to go here very shortly. Down to the final 31 laps of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. Jeff Bodine leads when he goes to pit road, as we expect he will sometime in the next several laps. That'll give the lead back to Mark Martin, who has about a three-second advantage on Jeff Burton, who will become the second-place car once Jeff Bodine stops. At the conclusion of today's broadcast, the MRN Radio Pit Reporters to select the winner of the First Union Pit Strategy Award. First Union to donate $500 to the Winston Cup Racing Wives Auxiliary on behalf of the team with the most impressive pit strategy in today's race. If you'd like help with your personal financial strategy, visit your local First Union office or call 800-413-7898.
237 laps are on the scoreboard, waiting for Jeff Bodine to make his pit stop. And once he does, Mark Martin will move back up into the lead. Jeff Burton still back there, and he would move up to second at that time. But as, as they stand now, it will be Jeff Bodine, the leader. Mark Martin second. Jeff Burton third. Rusty Wallace has fallen back to fourth. Jeremy Mayfield's had a great day. That team's done some good work on pit road a couple of times also to get him back up there and get him out. He currently is being shown in fifth. It will be Johnny, Johnny Benson sixth. Ted Musgrave seventh. Jimmy Spencer eighth. Dale Earnhardt continues to hang in there in ninth, and Bill Elliott make up the top ten. Looking a little deeper into the field, 11th is Chad Little, Ricky Rudd is 12th, Rick Mass 13th. Those, uh, Rick would be the final car on the lead lap. 14th is Michael Waltrip. Once Jeff Bodine stops, Michael will come back into the lead lap, and then he will be the final car on the same lap with Mark Martin, who will become the race leader. Deeper into the field, Ward Burton is 15th, Jeff Gordon 16th, Terry Labonte 17th, Dick Trickle 18th. 19th, Bobby Labonte and Kevin LePage, 20th. Joe Nemechek, 21st. Ken Schrader, 22nd. Kyle Petty, 23rd. And Bobby Hamilton, 24th. Two laps down in 25th is Robert Presley. David Green is 26th. Ricky Craven, 27th. Brett Bodine, 28th. Sterling Marlin, 29th. Greg Sachs is 30th. Kenny Irwin, 31st. Mike Skinner, 32nd. Ernie Irvin, 33rd. 34th to Lake Speed. Derek Cope is 35th. Jeff Green, 36th. Darrell Waltrip, 37th. Wally Dallenbach, 38th. And Steve Grissom, 39th. And those are the cars that are on the speedway. In the garage area, Dale Jarrett, John Andretti, Kenny Wallace, and now Hutt Strickland, who has just taken his car behind the wall. Hutt uh, behind the wall for several laps earlier in the race, and basically there aren't enough laps left for him to gain any more positions, so he is still going to finish 43rd in this race and another one of those races with an extremely low attrition rate and any kind of a problem costs you big. Yeah, there haven't been uh, too many cars have spent very much time in the garage. Jeff Bodine continues to stay on the racetrack. I believe I saw Winston Kelly around his pit a moment ago. Winston, any indication of when they might bring him in? No, they haven't said. Uh, talked to Tim Brewer earlier today and asked him how far they could go and he kind of looked and gave us that grin and said, depends on how far I need to go. But I don't believe he can stretch it all the way to the end. I would expect they'd be in in the next five or six laps, Barney. Looking at the uh, notes that we keep on pit stops and that kind of thing for the last time that uh, Jeff Bodine came down pit road, I don't see that there's any way he would be able to go to the finish no, on fuel. So, but Brewer will keep him out there and gamble. He's not a bit bashful about gambling sometimes. Well, basically, it's his only chance to win. As soon as he stops, he goes a lap down. Before he even gets on to pit road, Mark Martin will overtake him, and by the time Jeff would even just get a splash of fuel and come back up to speed, Mark Martin's going to come back around, and, and Bodine's going to be back into the field. Now, he'd stay on the lead lap making just a fuel pit stop but it's still going to need a caution to get back up in there and have a shot at the win so if he stays out and hopes for a caution then he leads the parade down pit road for what would probably be a tire change for most of these guys in the final lap so good strategy by tim just needs that yellow flag break to make it work out mark martin closing on jeff bodine for the race lead in turn two mark's just about two car lengths behind bodine and it's quite obvious bodine is not handling anywhere near as well as mark is at this stage of the race mark begins looking to the inside as they head down the back stretch. Right on his back bumper as they headed to turn number three. Here's Bodine tucking it down to the bottom. Mark says, fine, I'll go up high. He flanks him. Coming off turn four, side by side for the lead. Well, Jeff had done a good job earlier this afternoon to maintain a position on the tail end of the lead lap. He's racing Martin pretty hard right now considering how long he's been out there and Mark can't get around him on the outside in turn one. Two cars dead even coming into the turn. Mark Martin in the outside lane finally flashes by and takes the lead from Jeff Bodine. Bodine drops to the inside of the racetrack. 
Mark Martin stretches out to two car lengths over him. Ducks back in line. Jeff Bodine does in the second position as Martin Storms bound the back straightaway heading into turn number three. Next lap car for Mark Martin. He'll have to deal with Wally Dolan back down the front straightaway. And when Mark Martin gets to the start-finish line, there'll be 22 laps to go in the Las Vegas 400. Jeff Bodine is making his final stop on pit road for fuel. It has not been without adventure. He couldn't make the cut. Came a little too hot to get on to pit road. Was in the grass separating the trioval part of the racetrack from pit road. Did it without spinning though. Just kind of plowed and mowed a little bit of that bright green grass in the area. He's gone in for his stop and is now headed back out onto the racetrack. 20 to go. Mark Martin leads Jeff Burton and Rusty Wallace. We'll reset the order at the top of the stack in a moment. 18 laps to go in the Las Vegas 400. Mark Martin with a big lead. Three seconds even on his teammate Jeff Burton. Rusty Wallace is third. Johnny Benson fourth. And Jeremy Mayfield fifth. Rest of the top ten would be Ted Musgrave, Jimmy Spencer, Dale Earnhardt, Bill Elliott, and Chad Little. Ricky Rudd is 11th and Rick Mass 12th. And those are the dozen cars that are on the lead lap as Mark Martin continues to slice his way around. Jeff Bodine, after his green flag stop, falls back one lap down into the 16th position. So, barring a caution flag over these finals, now 17 laps in the race, uh, Mark Martin is in pretty good shape because he's got a big, big gap on Jeff Burton right now. It's pretty good shape, I believe, even if they do get a caution flag because it's become very obvious here what the last 100 laps that he has had a car that pretty well works where he wants it to. Bottom of the racetrack, top of the racetrack, working traffic, inside, outside, whatever he needs to do. And I think even if the guys get a break and get a caution flag, he's going to be tough to beat. A couple of things you want to pass along. And as we work through the final moments of our broadcast, I want to say hello to John Livensberger, the shop foreman for Mike Skinner's team, uh, the Richard Childress Racing Crew, the Lowe's Group. John involved in a serious automobile accident on his way to the Rockingham event last weekend that uh, found him hospitalized in uh, Winston-Salem with some pretty serious injuries. But the word that we get from the Lowe's team is that John is doing okay and uh, will recover just fine, but is going to be a little while getting completely back on his feet. But all the folks in the garage area asking about John here this week and asking us to extend uh, not only our but their wet uh, well wishes to him and uh, hopes that he'll uh, have a speedy recovery and be back with us at the racetrack soon. Yeah, I talked with uh, Mike a little bit about that yesterday and he said uh, he's doing fine and hopes to get back with this race team before too much longer. We're looking at 252 laps on the scoreboard. 267 will make up the Las Vegas 400 here this afternoon. It's been an exciting race at times, although it's got a little strung out here in the final laps this afternoon. Mark Martin, the dominant car, beginning to pull away and threatening to put some cars even two laps down as we follow him down to turn one. Mark Martin just making his way up into turn number one, down to turn two, getting by the Kevin LePage car, now falling in behind Rick Mass on the back straight away, just taking his time now because he's got plenty of distance between himself and the second-place car of James. Jeff Burton getting set to overtake Rick Mass down the back straightaway into turn number three. Mass drifts up the banking. Mark Martin can't get it done in the fourth corner. He'll try him through the trioval. Working uh, up off the corner now and down to the stripe. Looks like uh, at this point the only two guys on the lead lap that are close enough together to challenge for position over the final laps are going to be Bill Elliott and Chad Little. They are racing for the ninth and tenth spots now with Elliott in ninth and Little in tenth. Otherwise, all the other lead lap cars are kind of staggered out around the speedway with some lap cars mixed in between them, keeping those on the lead lap from getting together and racing for position. The pace Mark Martin setting in this last segment of the race, really a blistering one. And frankly, he's just left a lot of guys in his dust here over the final 67 laps of this race. Mark moving around Rick Mast now to put the 12th place driver 
one lap down. Mark taking the lead from Rusty Wallace at lap number 202. And with the exception of a series of green flag pit stops between laps 229 and 244, he has been out in front for almost the final 100 miles of this event. Mark uh, that strong at this point as we work into the uh, closing laps. Here he is off uh, the corner now as Mark Martin works his way off of turn number four, trying to overtake Ricky Rudd. Rudd, the 11th place driver, about to go a lap down to the race leader. Race leader Mark Martin has just crossed the start-finish line. He's got seven laps to go in the inaugural Las Vegas 400. As he does so, Joe Nemechek comes to pit road with some late problems on his machine. It's going to cost him a few spots in the finishing order. He is also going to get caught for penalty for speeding entering the pit road. Joe coming a little bit too fast down the pit lane. Mark Martin with a 2.2 second lead over Jeff Burton. Now that's smaller than it was before. It wasn't even three seconds for a long time. Mark though with a pretty good pad over just uh, now the final six laps around Joe Moore. Burton's got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Doing all he can to try to chop down the distance and see in this time is running out. Mark Martin handling so well. A ball turn number two is set sail down the back straight away. Jeff Burton just now exiting turn two. And he just got around Rick Bass so he had to scrub a little bit of speed off there as he came off the second corner but now Burton all by himself. The only car in his sights, Mark Martin, as they race off turn four. Got plenty of daylight if he's got anything left under the hood and in that car to chase Mark down. But time is the factor now. 262 laps go on the scoreboard. It'll give us five to go as Burton tries to run him down in turn one. Down to the inside of the racetrack goes Mark Martin halfway between turns one and two. Jeff Burton closes in, taking identical line. Here's Burton now flashing up off turn number two, sweeping it wide way up against the outside retaining wall on the back stretch. Sunlight glinting off Mark Martin's windshield as he flies down the back straightaway into turn number three one more time. Some side-by-side -side racing with some lap cars going on in front of him, but right now, clear sailing for Martin off the fourth turn. Joe Nemechek coming back to pit road for a stop-and-go penalty for speeding, exiting the pit. Steve Grissom coasting slowly to his uh, pit box, also with problems there. And now the signal, five laps to go for Mark Martin. He's in turn one. Once again, lap traffic just ahead of Mark Martin. Bobby Hamilton and Ken Schrader continue racing side-by-side. -side. Mark Martin starts to draw in on that battle. Having to pick his lane now as those two cars go single file again heading down the back straightaway. Schrader will take it up to the middle of the banking. Here's Mark Martin. Tucks it down to the bottom. Moves to the inside of lap traffic in turn four. Jeff Burton has picked up a couple of car links on him but the thing now is going to be time. He just doesn't have that much left although Mark is boxed in behind a couple of cars in the form of Bobby Hamilton and Kenny Schrader. He now elects to go around the high route down in turn one. This is just what Jeff Burton wants to see. Mark Martin getting tied up a little bit in traffic and he does have to slow somewhat. First to get by Bobby Hamilton. Now to go to work on Ken Schrader. Martin slides down to the inside of Schrader and makes the pass. Has to cut it to the inside coming off the second corner. He, now he'll clear Ken Schrader. Moves to the inside of Wally Dolan back. Now Burton has to deal with all three of those machines as he heads to turn four. Mark up off of turn number four. Burton still a good bit behind the race leader as they come to the stripe. Two laps to go for Mark Martin seeking his 23rd NASCAR Winston Cup Series career win. Mark with two more trips around the race track in front of him. He's in turn one. Mark lays that uh, left side tires down on the white line on the inside of the racetrack in turn number two. Flashes up wide against the outside retaining wall. Jeff Burton continuing to try to reel him in. Straight down the back straightaway. Heading into turn number three. Cuts it down to the bottom of the racetrack in the third corner. Keeps it down on the white line. Heading into turn number four. Back on the gas. Races off the fourth turn and back to the white flag. Heading down. Looking for the white flag. Here comes Mark Martin off the corner. Jeff Burton is perhaps two seconds behind him as he takes the white flag and heads off to turn one. 
Walt Beeney lap traffic coming into play. The final lap for Mark Martin. Plenty of clear sailing as he makes his way back to turn number one. Once again, using that line right down on the bottom of the racetrack, flashing wide off turn number two on his way down the backstretch. Swings it out to the outside wall for the final time. Now turns it easy over to the left, down to the inside of the racetrack. The fans are on their feet, waving their hats and hands as Mark Martin storms off turn four. Mark Martin up off the corner with the checkered flag inside after four wins in 1997. He'll crack victory lane in 98 in just the third race of the season. Mark Martin wins the inaugural Las Vegas 400 by 1.6 seconds over Jeff Burton. Rusty Wallace working his way to the checkered flag for the third position. He should retain the NASCAR Winston Cup championship lead. It'll be Johnny Benson crossing just behind Wallace in fourth. And Jeremy Mayfield coming up with a top five run on the day today. And for Mark Martin, a big risk at the end of last season, leaving a team that he finished in the top three in the championship in to form a new one down the road a little ways within Roush Racing. But Jim Phillips has paid off in victory lane early in the year. Well, you proved to me one thing, Jimmy. You don't have to test these cars. Just bring them to the racetrack and win with them. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Mark Martin's awesome. And this whole Valvoline Cummins team is really awesome. I'll tell you, we had a little trouble in the pits today. Uh, it went idle fast enough, and he couldn't keep his foot on the brake. But uh, he drove his heart out to come back from it. And they're headed to victory lane, guys, here at Las Vegas. Mark Martin going to victory lane as winner of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. We'll hear from him and the other top finishers when we come back. Let's go down to victory lane. I believe Jim Phillips has cornered Mark Martin. Yes, we have. And Steve Mill gives him congratulations. <laughs> Mark, brand new race car. You can't beat the results today. Brand new race team, too. You know, I, I want to thank uh, Buddy Parrott and, and Bobby Hudson for and all the fabricators of the shop for giving me a great race car. Brand new race team. Those guys put it together, and it's just incredible. Jim Finnig and... Uh, uh, you know, all these guys, it's a new race team, and I was so afraid that we'd come into this season and, and people would say that, that, that I did the wrong thing, you know. And, and, you know, golly, man, we got a great race team here. And, and uh, you know, just thanks to Valvoline and Cummins and, and all our supporters, man, we came out and, and won the third race. You know, it's just awesome. I, 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 you know, I just feel like that God answered my prayers today. I was just sure we were going to fall out of the race uh, early in the race, 120 laps into the race. We had a terrible vibration, and I was sure it was going to fall out, but I prepared myself to, to accept it. Uh, I said to myself, I want to be leading if that happens. So uh, we went to the front and tried to stay there. Well, it didn't look like at first, though, you were going to go, go to victory lane. The first pit stop was not uh, like you wanted to have it. Well, we had a number of other problems besides the vibration, uh, uh, an idle problem on pit road and, and everything else. So, you know, we just had to make the most of it today. You said by the beginning of this year, said, I'm going to win that championship. Uh, this doesn't uh, hurt that standing at all. Well, it helps. You know, I left Daytona 38th in the points. And I was crushed by that, and I just wanted a chance to to get you know move up in the points a little bit. And so uh, leading the most laps at Rockingham helped that, and the third place finish. But this is really great, you know. It it just I can't tell you what winning a race does for a race team. Uh, and this ought to really pump these guys up. Jeff Burton ran an awesome race. Uh, uh, a great teammate, uh, probably the the best race, race car on, on, in Winston Cup racing today. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to race him for a bunch of these things this year.
Well, he's getting ready to get congratulations for Wayne Newton, and why not? We're in Las Vegas. Mark Martin wins the first Las Vegas 400. Had a pretty good payday for Mark Martin today as well of the $3.5 million purse posted by the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for this event. Sellout crowd of 107,000 beginning to file out of the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, having witnessed Mark Martin win the inaugural Las Vegas 400. Take a look at the 43-car rundown, how they finished in today's event. Mark Martin will win the first inaugural race here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway to put his name in the record books for all time. Mark the winner. Jeff Burton finished second. Rusty Wallace ran third. Johnny Benson finished fourth. Jeremy Mayfield was fifth. Ted Musgrave finished sixth. Jimmy Spencer comes home seventh. Dale Earnhardt, decent run today, comes home in eighth position. Bill Elliott is ninth. Chad Little make up the top ten. Eleventh will go to Rick Mask. Twelfth to Ricky Rudd. Jeff Bonine finished thirteenth. Michael Waltrip, fourteenth. Terry Labonte finished fifteenth. Dick Trickle was sixteenth. Seventeenth was Jeff Gordon. Eighteenth is Ward Burton. Nineteenth is Bobby Labonte. Bobby Hamilton finished twentieth. Twenty-first to Ken Schrader. Kyle Petty posted twenty-second. Twenty-third to Robert Presley. 24th to Sterling Marlin, and 25th to Greg Sachs. Brett Bodine finished 26th with Ricky Craven, 27th, Kevin LePage, 28th, Mike Skinner, 29th, and Ernie Irvin, 30th, 31st was Derek Cope, Lake Speed, 32nd, Jeff Green, 33rd, David Green, 34th, and Darrell Waltrip, 35th, 36th was Kenny Irwin, Joe Nemechek was 37th, Wally Dallenback, 38th, Steve Grissom, 39th, and Dale Jarrett, 40th, John Andretti finished 41st, Kenny Wallace, 42nd, and Hutt Strickland, 43rd. Time of the race, 2 hours, 44 minutes, and 53 seconds. That will become the record for 400 miles here at Vegas. We had a total of 25 lead changes among 11 different drivers of the 43 starters, 39 on the speedway running at the checkered flag, and only two caution flags slowed the event here in Las Vegas today. So that is the uh, race summary of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. Well, to put the final uh, wrap on this thing, Barney, we came into the weekend with a great set of expectations based on what we'd seen here at Las Vegas in the past, and I don't think we were disappointed at all. No, I don't think so. I think the fans were treated to a great race yesterday and again today. And I think when the Winston Cup guys come back here the second time, with a little set of uh, notes in their notebook to... The different setups in the car. We'll see even a better race when we come back the second time, but not a bad show at all today. Very impressed with the crowd that turned out here this afternoon. Great afternoon in general. Great weekend here in Las Vegas as the NASCAR Winston Cup Series came to town for the very first time. Look forward to being back here again next year for what will be the second Las Vegas 400. I want to thank Ed LaRue, our production assistant, for his help in making things work here at Vegas this weekend. And also thank the voices you heard on our coverage of the inaugural Las Vegas 400. Joe Moore and Fred Armstrong, who worked the turns today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder, who were along pit road and in the garage area. Now for Barney Hall, Alan Bestwick saying so long from Las Vegas. Mark Martin has won the inaugural Las Vegas 400. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.